0: I don't even know. <clears throat> Yo, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you know, we we live tonight. Um, I'm still I'm still adjusting and doing things. That's Chad. You looking at? And uh, that's what's it? I got new streaming softwares. So I'm still learning it a little bit. Um, I also need to kind of watch this in real time just to be sure it's uh looks good, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Chad, what you been up to, bro? I can't even help
1: but bob my head when I'm listening to this music. I'm just sitting here like this, geeking out.
0: Uh, I don't... I mean, it is good. I ain't gonna lie, but... I mean... (laughs) Also... Life's
1: good, man. Life's good. Life's treating me good. I just got back from a uh, two-week trip to New Mexico to... I I don't even... I don't even know what to call it, but just this... This one-mile-long main street of a town... In a hotel that I'm pretty sure is a is a cartel. Cartel laundering. ran. Yeah, cartel ran money laundering scheme. Um,
0: well, you know that's a lot of allegedly, and I hear from people um, that's here. That's here also.
1: Yeah, but I don't see it here, and I lived in it over there. My hotel room had more holes in the wall than it did tiles on the floor,
0: man. Damn, where's the where's your work put, putting you up at? That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound good.
1: Yeah, so I was outside of uh, about thirty minutes outside of White
0: Sands Missile Range. Oh, like in Alamogordo.
1: Okay, so that would be south of where I was. I was in Socorro.
0: Okay, okay. Or Socorro. Oh, look and at I, you! Look at you!
1: You have to say it like that. There, or you get shot. I saw two people go down for saying it the wrong way. So I was really. I like, right.
0: like, no. mean, okay. wow. Okay, <laughs> you know, you know, I actually lived in Alamogordo. There. Did you really? Yeah, when oh, I was I'm sorry. A- So I was like, um, let me see, because I I was born in Phoenix. After that, I I lived in Phoenix for a few months. Then my family moved to, like, uh, New York, like Long Island. I was there for some months, like uh, less than a year, I think. Yeah, because between two years, I I was born in 86. It was two years until my younger brother was born, and he was born in Alamogordo, New Mexico.
1: How do you go from Alamogordo, New Mexico to Long Island, New York.
0: No, no. We went from Long Island to Alamogordo. Oh,
1: okay, Okay, okay.
0: How? I don't know. Like, that's, you got to think, like, this is the 80s. Times are different. And, like, I mean, think. So, well,
1: I was in Socorro, and I promise you that there has not been a thing done in that town since the 80s. But probably. So, so, I feel like I have a good idea of how So. you grew up.
0: And then, so then, I lived there from probably, like, it was, like, two years old. Right, um, two years old until nine, uh like fourth grade, fourth grade, in between fourth and fifth grade that summer, we moved back to Phoenix, where my mom was originally from, and where she met my dad um uh in the Gary, what's up, Gary's in the chat? what's up Gary, what's up, Gary? and uh so, like when I was a kid there, like when you're a kid that age, right, everything was good, it was fucking dope. I was kidding, you know, it's that it's that, you know, you could ride your bike all around town. No one fucked with you. You know, it was the the old school when the lights came on, you needed to be home. It was throwing the football in the street, getting out of the way of cars. Um, I you know, we did have a lot of shitty neighbors, you know. Uh just different things like that, but it like it was cool. We went back um when like a year, two years after. It was what was it? Two years after, something like that uh my grandfather died my dad's stepdad and then so we went to texas for, to handle everything and we were road tripping back home to phoenix and we stopped in alamogordo and stayed like in a hotel there uh, like a hotel i remember passing and seeing like regularly you know right, right. and then it was like and just in like a year or two it was like man this place seems shitty right and, and like and i mean i was still young i'm bare, i'm like 10 10 11 but like the the you know my my preteen years and and, and like, I'm like, wow, like, ugh, you know. But then other people, other other siblings, I think were still like, oh my god, like this is such a cool, great place still. And it was like, no, it's not. Like this is a shit hole, you know. And now looking back, it was like, damn. But I think it still is a shit hole, probably, maybe, I don't know. Definitely compared to where I'm at now. Right. And as as you saw on your trip there, you're probably feeling the same. But um it's one of those, you know, I I don't know it's weird. It, it's like weird looking at that, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, and I don't I don't want to shit on Socorro too much uh just cuz I'm scared mostly. <laughs> like I feel like somebody's going to come find me. But um the people there were nice, right? All of them except for the crackhead that was outside of my room at like 4:30 in the morning trying to fight a water bottle.
0: Trying to fight a water bottle?
1: Yeah, he was pacing this water bottle like uh Saying some shit like, say it again, bitch, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I woke up, and I was like, god damn it, this dude's in my room. Okay, he wasn't in my room. He didn't crawl through one of the holes in the wall. That was good, right? But I peeped out the door, and he's pacing in a circle. But I don't see the person that he's fighting with. So I waited till his back was to me, and I peeked out the window. And he's no shit. He's pacing a water bottle. (laughs) So the guys I was working with was like, man, you should have opened the door, kicked the water bottle through the parking lot, and been like, get him. He's trying to win. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, the the people were nice enough. Uh, the food was all right when the restaurants were open.
0: Really? You didn't yeah. think the food, like, Mexican food?
1: Uh, I mean, it was all green chili, right? Green yeah. chili yeah. And anything. And it was good. I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, like I said, the food was good. The people were nice. Just, I did not like being there. We were working from 8 p.m. to 8 in the morning. So most of the time I was sleeping during the day. And the second day I was there, they decided to start resurfacing the parking lot. And the crew that was doing that parked their freaking tar vat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I could touch that thing from my door if I wanted to. So when I was trying to sleep, they're out there working, and the generator's going right (laughs) And I was just like, come the fuck
0: on. That's funny. Yeah,
1: no, nah, it wasn't funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, now it is. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we got Austin Lennox. Uh, I think he's calling you the bitch, Chad. Is that your friend? Yeah, probably. What's probably up, Austin? Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, I get that a lot. Gary, worst place he's ever lived is uh, Jacksonville off of University. Duval! Yo. <laughs> Yo. Duval is a place. Yeah. Never been there. Yeah. Never been there. But I've known some people from there. And they're a different type of breed, I think, down there in Florida. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, you can look at any podcast or any show, and most of the, the stupid stories from the news come from Florida. Right. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. Zombie-eating Tide Pod people, you know. But talk about shitty places. Um, Yeah, we're, we. excuse me, Uh, you know, I just got back from my first week of Underway. First time.
1: <laughs> he's a Chief, by the way. His first week Underway.
0: Well, I mean. <laughs> and he's a Chief. I hadn't been underway since 2017. Yeah, I know. Right? So that's fucking five years. Yeah. Just short of whatever. We'll, we'll round up. Five years. Um, The only other time I went underway was uh, a month ago, February. I went underway for, for overnight, not even 24 hours. Like, literally, we got there at, like, noon and got off. Well, I guess 24, like, 1,600 the next day, right? <laughs> and, um. And that day it wasn't too bad, right? We're out there doing like Hilo ops and shit, and I was I was getting some PQS signatures for uh, HCO and this and that, and it was cool. Whatever. Uh, at that time, the other crew had it, right? So everyone knows kind of ship on. We do blue and gold, and um.
1: Yeah, but so you did a turnover, so you guys could go underway for a day and then came back. No, and- no,
0: that it wasn't a turnover. That was just me going out, with the other yeah, group. for training Got for like personal, it. like Got getting, getting my PQS sign and shit. I um. That was mid-February. A week later, our, like, one-week turnover started, right? And I'm not going to get into this, do too many details, you know, because I don't want to offend people too much. I doubt it. But you might get offended. And as my boy Gary says uh, in the chat, you know, if it touches your heart, then please don't forget to subscribe <laughs> and share with someone else so it can touch their heart too, okay? And um, so, you know, we do the turnover. Supply department straight right i mean we we had a good turnover me and my counterpart right there wasn't too many things jumping off uh in the you know 2 3 weeks now that i've been there they are like oh my god he didn't tell me shit about right which sometimes things are just going to fall through the cracks absolutely it, it happens right so I, you know a- asking you because you being a submariner submariner right
1: yeah i like that thank you
0: um yeah <laughs> you 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 did blue and gold
1: i did my whole career at sea
0: uh, my first time doing Blue and Gold, um, holy fuck, there are some skeletons in the closet. Yeah. And I won't get them to, I just want to hear your skeletons, like what you went through, like what your turnover process was like, and, and, and then I'm going to share mine. Because I just want to hear, like, from you who did it your whole career, where me, I'm just, just this fucking, you know, noob to it. Is this just like regular standard shit?
1: So, yes, it's regular standard shit, right? That's always going to happen. I think uh, the relationship that you have with the individual that you're turning over with yeah, plays the biggest role in that process more than anything else. Um, because if if they have a respect for you, if they have a care for you, if if they have befriended you in any way, they're going to be looking out a little bit more for that turnover process when it starts, making sure that they got everything in order and they're ready to go and, and ready to receive, ready to turn something over that they would be willing to receive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: And so, so, like you said, uh, there's skeletons in the closet, there's things that are going to fall through the cracks and that's going to happen regardless because there's so much that you're responsible for. Right. So it's almost impossible to keep track of everything. Right. Sure. The biggest, the biggest goal in that turnover process is not to screw that person over that you're turning over to. Right. Um, Unless, dislike that person then i mean we go from there right uh you can imagine the pettiness I, I i assume you can imagine the pettiness that can get involved there right and and how you could
0: so so let me interrupt please no i cannot fucking imagine the pettiness right i cannot imagine we we because and maybe there's like although i I can be very fucking petty, yeah. okay, you're
1: one of the most petty people I know, yes, so i <laughs> like, I'm imagining turning over with you and I pissed you off last time. What am I gonna get this time?
0: you're gonna get the best product and all the information that I could possibly give you because I am not a bitch, okay, that's right, fair. because I am not gonna give you any room to talk any shit about the operation I run
1: right, right. okay. Yeah, that's good.
0: And again, I want to say, like, me and my counterpart, we're good. Yeah. Right? There's some things I didn't know about. It's nothing that's fucking, you know.
1: End of the world. End of
0: the world, you know, sending out Cat 4s or anything, right? If If you know what Cat 4 is, you know what it is, right? But, like, there's nothing like that now. But I'm just, I'm a small department. It's just supply, you know, just fucking little booger eaters. That's us, right? Like, who cares about them? You know, we don't even have a real department head. It's just the chief, you know, fucking faking it up there with the with the three swos and the captain. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, so, you know, what is supply, right? Although, everyone knows we are the most uh, fucking important out there. What?
1: You're pretty damn important. Yeah. So the, I, the most, I said. I was actually going to say, for a submarine, right, supply and radio would be... Two of the the key turnovers that the captain has to pay attention to radio for the fact that the crypto stuff right, right
0: right 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 yep so
1: that has to be in in line right that everything right there has to be good to go. I would imagine supply would be the same thing right like you have to know that the the department that you're taking over from didn't set you up for failure
0: yeah you know what I mean that well they, so here's the difference with that right is um where you're at on a sub. You guys have a a, a chop. Mm-hmm. You have a uh yo know, chief, you have right, right. maybe what two junior Ls
1: Possibly two. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time it's one, but sometimes you
0: get two. But you yeah. do have a chop.
1: Yes. You have a supply officer. Right. A chief. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. Right. Right, it's just me. Um which isn't a big deal, right? I, I'm 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 good with it. But also you guys do all of your supply work on board. Right. And what I mean by like our supply, right, the flow of ordering the parts and then your LS is breaking the part out and doing everything internal. If we have it on board. Yeah. Well, you have. Our, yeah. If you have the part on board, right, but right. you have the system to do it on board. Correct. I don't have that system on board. I have a whole team of like civilians and a and a first class chief and, and re, our readiness officer, uh, Lieutenant side that does all of that for me over in the building mm-hmm. in the FLC building. Right. So I So
1: basically you do nothing.
0: I do nothing. I'm a I'm a glorified. I meant
1: that as an insult, and then you just grabbed onto it.
0: I, I'm a glorified RPPO, repair parts petty officer, chief department head. More okay, okay. I don't do shit, and what I little bit I do, it's it's easy. I'm laughing at it, but what I what I'm saying is so so my turnover was very simple. It was very organized. Again, my counterpart had things set up. I had things set up. We did it. We executed. Boom. We're done. I, I would say supply department is one of the less important ones. Some of the more important ones, let's think about it, engineering.
1: Okay, status of equipment.
0: I don't know, status of equipment, making sure that shit's working within spec, you know, like things like that, right? Yeah. And if they're not, what you know, you got to do the proper procedures. And, and so when, when things are going through and happening and it's like, oh, the, you know, I just think if when there's skeletons in the propulsion system that aren't out there, that's a problem. And I just want to know, like, did you, not personally because you, you're in radio, but, like, was that a major issue in your career that you saw from the engineering side?
1: I, so from the engineering side, no, I didn't see it because I didn't live it. You know what I mean? So I don't want to speak to anything ignorantly um, on that front. But from a radio perspective, absolutely. There was a radio that didn't work, and you didn't know it didn't work. And so you spend 12 hours troubleshooting, but they've already done 24 hours of troubleshooting. Why did I just waste my guy's time?
0: Right, why, why yeah. Why did I
1: waste my time? Yeah. This shit should have been on order a long time ago, which is where supply comes in, right? Right. So, so that's why I say when it comes to engineering, I would imagine, and again, this is just speculation because I don't know. I'm not an engineer, and I'm not trying to speak for any of them, but they got logs for
0: Everything right, yeah. You have an engineering log,
1: and there's a trend analysis that happens through those logs, right? So, if a piece of equipment or a piece of machinery is degrading, that should not be a secret to anybody, right? Because as that equipment degrades, that gets reported to the engineer, the engineer reports it to the captain, the captain is going to turn that over to the oncoming captain, incoming captain. Uh, okay, should right. <laughs> turn that over to turn <laughs> this shit happens all the time. There's people trying to save face. There's people trying to not get in trouble or not get blasted for not doing something they should have done. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So, so you, so you saw that regularly. Absolutely. So this is that's just this is how it goes.
1: Yeah. It's it's blue crew gold. So they always say there's three crews to a two crew ship. Oh, for fuck. us it was submarine, right? Yeah. To a two crew submarine, there's three crews. There's a the blue crew, there's a the gold crew, and then there's the other crew. Who's the other crew? The other crew is the crew that doesn't own the shit right now. Right? So if Blue Crew has the boat and they just took it from the Gold Crew, Mm -hmm. Blue Crew's going to say, well, these Gold Crew guys fucked us. Right? Yeah. And then Gold Crew's going to say, nah, it wasn't us. It was the other crew. Right? And that just gets volleyed back and forth, figure it out.
0: How's How's this fucking maintainable or operational or anything? Like, how did you put up with that for as long as you did? Is it, how is it acceptable? I am I, bro. Look again. First time blue gold. I don't fucking get it. I think the navy should do away with it completely. Right the fuck now for submarines and everyone else, and put one fucking crew on every ship, on every boat, on everything, and ride out.
1: Yeah. Well, why am
0: I tell me why I'm stupid?
1: I don't I don't think you're stupid. I think that uh, I think that more accountability, right, would solve the problem. Right? So when there is an issue like that, don't just don't just let it disappear when the problem is solved, right? Let's isolate the problem and get rid of the problem. Right? So submarines we we say integrity is everything, right? And not that everybody on a submarine is the most in- integrity having individuals, right? In the navy because we're all human, right? So if we are able to identify the problem, who caused the problem or didn't turn over the problem so you had to discover it a month later when you're getting ready to get underway and now all of a sudden like oh shit this was powered down this whole time that we've been in turnover they told me it was good it's not and then you find out for three months it hasn't been working <laughs> why did you get this yeah you know what i mean um from for me in radio my biggest problem was crypto Crypto is is an absolute nightmare. It's That's a,
0: yeah. The CO inventory. You're gonna go down there with them. It's one of the you're get turnover with both.
1: It's one of the, the biggest reasons that I did not want to go back out to sea from this last shore duty because knowing the position I was in, I was gonna be the EK, EKMS manager. Yep. And that that shit scares me. I almost went to mast when I first when I first got to the Ohio as the LPO for something that I knew nothing about. So when I was asked about it, and I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, really? You don't know what we're talking about? No. I, I don't. Do I have a signature associated with that piece of equipment anywhere? No? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I had a chief at the time. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but he was a piece of shit. Name drop him. I'm not name dropping
0: Name him, drop that motherfucking piece of shit. We
1: don't do that on the Bravo City <laughs> Podcast.
0: Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, sometimes I edit them out, though, when JD messes up.
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, this guy tried to blast me, and he, he, he did it trying to, like, uh, like through ignorance, this is how easily fucked up, right? He, he, did, he didn't do it on purpose. He did it because he's dumb, right? Well, that's not the case. And, and I fought that battle, and I won that battle, and that guy got removed from the, from the boat. Because it was an EKMS thing, lost confidence from the from the CO. Okay, good problem solved. <laughs> Until the guy that relieved him was a guy that I had history with, and we just didn't get along for two and a half years. Uh, and he tried to pull the same shit on me before we went on our last underway. But at this time, I knew what was going on. There was no ignorance, right? So, so when the time came, uh, we had a, a, a code book missing, right? Just missing. But it wasn't our code book. It was something that he had gotten from another command. uh, Signed all the paperwork, right? Yeah, yeah. It was legit. It wasn't. Then tried to blame me when they lost their code book. He tried to blame me and say that it was my responsibility to give it back to him or or do something with it, whatever. All the paperwork stopped with me after I turned over to him. So I did everything I was supposed to do signed it over, It got turned over to him, shit went disappearing. Three months later, I got a message saying, hey, we need you guys to look for this book. Captain had us rip every locker open from SES, which is the forwardmost spot on it. About on a, a VN, stern. VN. Yeah, all the way back to the engine room. We had to go through every single locker. And just like when you do a security sweep and you tape every locker after you've opened it, every fucking locker on the boat, top to bottom, we didn't find it. I I don't know what to tell you. So I, I end up I went to DRB, went to XOI, and at XOI by this time I had started doing some research on the manual for court martial. Right? Um, <laughs> oh, dude, I was, you was ready. I was ready because this asshole he wouldn't even talk to me at this time. Right? He he like he would look away every time I started talking to him. He'd be biting his thumbnail and kind of looking away. Like I, I I don't know I don't I don't know what you're talking, about. but did the investigations when I got to the XO for XOI. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever been to XOI? No, come on. So, shut up. <laughs> so at XOI, you get to review the witness statements yeah, for the case. And So I read them all. And they had like uh, three or four witness statements from every one of my guys in radio, including myself. And then also my senior chief, right, at the time. Everybody's were consistent the exception of his so at xoi xo says you know so what do you what do you think i should do with this case easily and i told him i said sir i have a six-year-old son right
0: oh you pull the dad card
1: yep and i said (laughs) if my six-year-old son does something stupid and I, i talk to him about it right he's gonna lie to me more often than not if he's gonna get in trouble he's gonna say some bullshit I'm gonna know that he's bullshitting me. I'm gonna ask him again and he's gonna say something different. But still avoiding the truth. Yeah. Right? And so I can keep asking him. He's just hey.
0: gonna Yeah, he's gonna shovel a lie on top of lie. And
1: I said, if you look at these statements right here, these are all consistent. This is the only one that changes every single time his story has changed that he's been asked this question. I said, So this investigation needs to end with me involved and continue with him involved. And uh Sure as shit, man. Sure as shit. The, the XO sat there for He said, so what should I do with this case? And I said, sir, I, I strongly recommend you dismiss this case because if I go to NJP and I get busted, I am going to sound every alarm that I can to make sure that every bit of attention can be brought into this that needs to be. 30 seconds of the most awkward, miserable silence later, he dismissed my nice. case. I transferred two weeks later on a BSP out of Guam. That senior chief. Ended up off the boat within a month.
0: You were chief at that time? No, I was a first class. Okay, team. so you fucked the senior chief over? I, d- I
1: didn't fuck him over. I held him to account.
0: Yeah, you go ahead, ET1. We yeah. easily get him, boy. Get him, boy. Get him, boy. It's kind of a big
1: deal. Nope. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> fuck his shit spinner. Yeah,
1: but but the truth came out, right? The truth came out. He ended up admitting to what he had done.
0: Fucking cock.
1: Right. And and so I told the XO when I was sitting in there, I was like, look, man, I got a, a mortgage to pay. I got three kids to take care of and a wife. Like, I'm not trying to screw myself up here. Yeah. This is all truth. Everything that I've given you is truth. Everything that this guy has turned in has been nothing but lie after lie after lie. Figure it out. And the XO did. And that dude was gone. Good for him. Fuck it.
0: What was his name again?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I... <laughs> I would I would love to put it on blast cuz uh, he's
0: not in I'm sure he's retired by now and everything right
1: Yeah he was he was I don't know if you call it forced retired or asked to retire but yeah he was he's out Yeah that's good Very short Fuck round.
0: people like that I hate that shit Yeah I I mean I, it's like I get it right Like like I said like skeletons like there's always going to be something right I can understand falling through the cracks right like oops yeah fuck hey forgot that I do, and and you make a good point. Great point of having a a a working relationship with the counterpart of the other crew, right? But it's still that crew who whoever has it, it's our job whoever has it. to be like, "I I want to make everything ready. I want I want to report everything the right way. I'm you know and and do it the right way that's supposed to be done."
1: You're absolutely right.
0: And and I just I see no place where pettiness should even play a fact. no matter how much you dislike or might dislike your counterpart, no matter and and what I see right is like, um I guess this is kind of like giving credit to the other crew, right? Uh, I don't know how it worked for like a pre calming a, a sub. I'm sure it's something similar, right? But the pre calming crew usually is on there for like two years, year and a half, two years initially. Right? They they're they're front loaded the absolute most time. They gotta go pick it up, they gotta sail it around, and then after that they're still on board for a fucking year or whatever, and yeah. then then they're, they're gonna be the first to deploy while the other crew's just been hanging out. Not, so
1: not getting any of the experience that the other crew has.
0: N- right. Definitely. Although, you know, maybe maybe some T A D sailors are going over and, and learning and getting PQS signed off and, you know, doing what they need. You
1: have to have people qualified.
0: Right. But, you know, they're not standing the, the watches. They're not all that. So I could see where the pettiness could build up from. But as a professional, I do not understand how, how, like, it's like a reputation thing, right? Like, how could you, like, how could you be okay with something? How could you be okay knowing that something is messed up or something, not disclosing it? And I don't know, again, I don't know what's been disclosed, not disclosed, or whatever. I just know that right now, like, there's proverbial shit hitting the fan in some different places, right? And I won't say in, into detail, right? But, like, it's just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, all this stuff? Like, how, how are we flying, like, on the supply side? How am I flying this many CAS reps in week two? Right, right. right. And which is something I raise questions about. And because that's not a supply thing, right? We just we're we're just a middleman for it. Right. But when I saw when I was doing my turnover and I saw like here a, a list of Casrabs, and I didn't see any of any parts associated with them, I threw red flags. No, let me get you on camera for that. Do that face again, <laughs> right? I, I I threw red flags. I was like hell, um, and I threw them to all the people that I need to throw them to on my side. Right, right. to their department hey, I'm tracking this many cash reps for you. I have zero parts associated with those. Captain, I'm conducting my turnover. We have this many CAS reps out. They're on various items. I've talked to the department heads. I have one part associated with the X number.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Right, and we don't got to get into detail of what that means and everything, right? Yeah. But I'm just sitting there like, that don't like, I don't, what, what? And I hate Kaz Reps. I hate it. Moms I'm saying there like, this shit, something don't add up.
1: Yo, trust me, I'm a radio man. I hate Kaz Reps as well. But I want to I bring something to your attention too. So you have a, a good relationship, a good working relationship with your counterpart, right? Mm-hmm. The Seppo on the other crew. Yeah. That's fine. Think about how many people you have
0: under you. One, I, really. What? I only have one LS. And then uh, I got three cooks. We got one TAD right now.
1: Okay, so pretty much a submarine crew, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think about it, and, and not from a supply perspective, I can't speak to that, because I, I don't know it, I've, I've never been in that world, but uh, you you have dudes that work under you that are petty to the guys on the other crew, right? Because there's always hate, right? There's, There's always that, oh, we're the crew that does everything, and then you guys just get to coast on this mission, you guys go go do this. I saw our mission and we had to do this other bullshit and da da da. So whatever. And then, and then there's animosity there. Right. Or they're supposed to be like the support crew. I don't know if you guys do that.
0: We No, it's just blue. It's just blue and gold. So I don't even know.
1: I don't even know if they still do it on jeans. Right. But we did it for, I think we tried it like uh four or five turnover cycles where you do the turnover. Right. And then um when we do like an upkeep period, right, a maintenance period, MMP, or whatever, you have a couple of dudes from the other crew that come to support, right, and they might support watches during the middle of the day, Mm -hmm. right, like, they're not staying overnight, right, and you're not trying to work them too hard, right, but they'll come support for a little bit. Yeah there's always that shit talking, right? Because they're the ones that are getting ready to clock out yeah, right, and go back to the office and hang out. So they're like, Oh yeah, I can't fucking wait to do this. Da, 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 da. And then this dude is pissed off because he's like, oh, I'm getting ready to go out to see. So, so shit happens there too. Right? So me and you might have a great relationship and, and we're trying to be straight up with every detail that we can possibly think of to make sure that you're set up for success when you go. But there's these other dudes. He's like, "Fuck that guy, fuck et to somebody." <laughs> right? I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna hide this book, or I'm gonna move this, or I'm gonna man.
0: Like, I just, I, I again, I, I have too much pride in my capabilities to do that to anyone else. And I know that my at, le- at least my LS, right? Him and the other one LS, they're homies. Yeah, they're road dogs. Like they're, they're they like they wouldn't do that shit to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they've been grinding since like I think boot camp together, boot camp a school now on the same ship.
1: Yeah, you know they, what I mean? That's rare. You know what
0: right I mean? right right for sure. And, and maybe other other rates in there or something. Maybe so.
1: And that could be a blessing and a curse at the same time, right? So yeah. those guys might have a, a tight relationship. You know what I mean? They they might be uh, working their asses off to make sure that they don't screw the other dude over. So, at the same time, they could hate each other, right? They could not like each other at all, and they're like, oh, "Well, fuck you! It's your shit now. Figure it out, right?" Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what's fucked up with this. All right, well, whatever. It ain't mine anymore. So, figure it out.
0: And I'm sure there, I'm sure there's got to be some of that going on, right? That, I, it doesn't I, matter. Yeah,
1: I'm telling you that shit is going on. Whether it's going on at your level, you, you're saying it's not, and yeah. I believe you.
0: Right. Well, you know, I, I know it is because there's been others. I've talked to other chiefs that have had sailors, and they've been like, um, because we're feeling like it's like that, right? So other junior sailors are already like, yo, can we do this back to them? Right. It's like, and, but it's like, no. No, you cannot. Yeah. No, we will not.
1: So I know we got Austin in the chat right now. I want to ask him, uh, whenever they did turnovers, did you ever have uh, – like, we used to hide eggs in the bunk room. And not hard-boiled eggs, but raw eggs, right? So one of the first things you do after you submerge, like, you get out. And then you do... It, cry,
0: it busts the fucking egg, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and some of them just sit there for a long time. You're fucking... You're fucked up. Yeah, but it happened. So <laughs> whether I'm fucked up or not, that shit happened, right? And so, dude will be underway for a month. Not even, like, thinking... There's nothing else that these assholes did. Like, we got it all figured out. And then all of a sudden, you do some kind of angle, some way. You guys, I mean, you guys rock around on the surface. Oh, my
0: God. I got got sick last night.
1: Yeah, that fucking sucks. (laughs) I hate, oh, man, I hate it. But on a submarine, right? So you rock, and all of a sudden, an egg drops, and it's an old-ass, stinky fucking egg. And that shit goes everywhere, right? So... (laughs) <laughs> dumb shit like that, man are putting confetti bombs in ventilation, so it doesn't it doesn't do anything until they
0: but that's in. but that like that's not maintenance and material readiness related no, that's like practical but it's like practical jokes like I could do with a practical joke and be like, all right, all right, you got me, motherfuckers, I'm gonna get you back like I could think of that as tradition kind of stuff, right like I'm okay with that okay I'm not okay with like opening conditions yeah be. like i'm not I'm not okay with opening sked on like week one, and while, while me again, so like in full, like, just go like I didn't go over sked because I know, like, we talked, and it's like, yeah, there's like two checks. We're supply, like, there's right, there right, ain't right. shit, okay. All right, cool. Check the door hinge to the yes,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get what well, Gary calling me. a uh, what a loser to them little ass short legs I got for getting sick. We'll get into that. Um, I didn't have my sea legs with me, I guess. We'll get into how bad this motherfucker rocks. Anyways. Um, so I I was like, all right, scared, whatever. Fuck it. Like, I, I don't need to look at that shit because it ain't nothing. It ain't shit for supply. So I don't need to look at that shit. Okay. My fault. Okay. Only to find out that, uh, as ATG, we're, we're starting our 13 weeks. Okay, ATG on board, inspecting our shit. Giving training, which I always receive the training on SCAD and and maintenance because I'm not a maintainer. That's not not my realm. I don't do that shit, okay? Only to find out we got four uh, spaces in layup.
1: That's why he said you only got two checks because he put his shit in layup and didn't do any maintenance.
0: (laughs) Well, he didn't put it in layup. Okay. Somebody else did. Somebody else signed off on it being in layup. Someone didn't take it out of layup. Yeah, when it was, should have been taken out of layup, and then the main, then the maintenance that was supposed to be conducted was not conducted because it was never taken out of layup, and right. it's still in layup. So I'm there sitting and and then looking at you know periodicities and stuff. Oh, if it's not done by Friday, four A one compartment checks, not too much, whatever. If it's not done by Friday, today's Wednesday, I lose them.
1: Yeah, that sucks.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's not on, that's not on my counterpart. It's on the people that did it.
1: Well, let's be real. It's on you too, right? You didn't yes, yes and I didn't check it,
0: yeah. right? I didn't check it. But then when you sit down and you're talking to all, all, you know, you're in the mess and you're talking about things, right? What stays in the mess? Right, something, right. son, this is one of those I'll be like, no, you know, this ain't going to stay in the mess. And then we're all discovering these things like that. That's crazy. Wait, hold on. Like it's like Spider-Man everyone pointing at each other. Everyone had maintenance maintenance pushed 2 weeks after turnover? turnover? Yeah. Is is that you experienced that too?
1: Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was that was one of the the longest turnover items. For for radio was EKMS, right? But that's down to really two people per crew, the the manager and assistant, right? And then maintenance. Maintenance was Always a killer because as you are getting ready to pull in and do your turnover, right? The crew that's on is always like, okay, not let's just defer that for two weeks or or push it out a little bit and then the gold crew can take care of it or the blue crew can take care of it, right? And there's some items that can't be done at sea that have to be done in port, right? Yes. And those are absolutely acceptable and, and, and it is what it is. So the
0: question is though, like how much of that did you know about, right? And then how much you didn't. Wow, so and then you know, and then how long was that can kicked down the road? Because I can understand, right? Like in a short interval, I cannot understand when it should have been done in November, and now we're in fucking February, March, and I'm out of time to. I don't even. I don't. It, it's not even like I. It's out of time. I have no time now to do this. Right? If I if it was like, hey, yeah, they moved it. It's now out of periodicity for another month. Cool. I could game plan that I could work I, it in
1: and I get it. And you're not going to like my answer, but
0: yeah, I'm not. So don't say it. I'm, Motherfucker. I'm,
1: I'm going to say it. It is your fault for not checking it a dick. Right. If you would have checked it, you would have seen it. And then you would have said, I'm not turning this over because they didn't do this maintenance. Okay. Like, and, so, then, and then the captain or the engine or the three MC or whoever it is would have been like, no, you're going to take it. But that other individual would have been a held to account.
0: And so would have
1: had to answer because it would have got back to his captain and then down the chain. So right. I don't like your answer. I know. I okay. I don't care.
0: You eat a dick. <laughs> All right. That being said, yes, I did not check it. Yes, it's partially my fault or most of my fault, whichever way you want to cut hey. that cake. All right, but like I to me again, it goes back to <laughs> like.
1: Why would you turn that over? Why would you turn that over? Right.
0: And again, that's not on my counter counterpart. And again, like I don't want to get into the. What do you
1: mean it's not on your counterpart? Yes, it is because he should have reviewed it before he came in to turn over with you, right?
0: Yes, but like okay. he wasn't even controlling the work center. Like he was not. He was not the work center. He, no one in supply was the work center. Soup. Do
1: you guys have a three MC on board? Yes. Okay, so let's go there. Right, three MC should know. Everything. I actually,
0: uh, Gold Crew has the best 3MC on the waterfront. The
1: the, the Gold
0: Crew. That's we, my crew.
1: We don't know what ship or, or what uh, command he's with, but the Gold Crew.
0: Yes, you so do. All you Y'all Gold know if you're listening, you, listen, for you for us, know motherfuckers. I don't give a
1: fuck. Uh, no, but that individual, both of them, both 3MC's should have known, and it should have never gotten to that level, right? So – I mean, I don't I don't know how far back you want to peel the onion, right? But that's that's the truth. You should have known because you should have seen it when you reviewed Skid. Yes, you I should That's fine. But it shouldn't have even got to that level because before it got to turnover time, the 3MC on that other crew should have been pinging on everybody like, hey, this shit's still in layup. Right. So, <laughs> right, but that... That Yo, yeah it's happen. crazy because you know what you're you're blue crew or gold crew
0: I'm, think, gold. Yeah, I'm gold yeah i'm golden supper right everyone so knows this I, in the chat you know press f5 uh for the golden supper in the chat go ahead
1: so i want to say this the individual whoever that person was i'm gonna go with 3mc uh knew yes that that shit was fucked up and he chalked it up as a gold crew problem or a Gold. Yeah, gold crew problem, right? He was like, "Yep, we're almost turned over. We're gonna turn over. This dude can take care of it, or this female, whoever it is. Yeah, right? this sailor can take care of it. That's what it is, and it happens all the time. And you better get used to it, and then figure out how to mitigate that, right? So next time when you do yeah. a turnover, you're gonna be checking skid.
0: Yes, right. I am. I, I, but I but so you can check it all you want, though. Look
1: at me, retired for a year now, still
0: mentoring young. <laughs> No- yo, you got to be rolling, <laughs> yo Um Fuck you <laughs> But, I mean, no matter what If you check it or not, right The turnover is still going to happen And there's still no accountability Tell me when, hold on, tell me when Okay, and I'm Yeah, I'm glad we're having this conversation with you Because you have this experience and I fucking don't Alright, well, you're, you're getting re- it re- you're reti- Yeah, I'm fucking getting it <laughs> raw Right, when did you ever report something that wasn't done or wasn't a
1: fucking time. Okay.
0: When did you not turn over?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Turnover always happened.
0: Right. Okay. Absolutely. right. Okay. When, when after turnover happened, did anything ever happen to other individual? I can't answer that. Yes, you can.
1: No, I mean, I, I can't give you the answer that you want for that.
0: I don't want it. I want the fucking truth,
1: damn it! I don't. I don't know. Uh, aside from the the few Ekms issues that I brought up with you, but those were those are major. But and, and they were turnover items, but not really turnover. I don't know. They, they fall in a different category. I kind of wasted everybody's time talking about that. But uh, yeah, the, the only other time that I've seen it happen was like uh, for example, A Gang, right? So A Gang controlling all of the. Uh, no, go again, ahead again. Controlling all of the the everything, atmosphere control equipment, right? On board, yeah, yeah, right. With oh,
0: a- damn, we call it. Admi- I call it AC.
1: You can call it whatever you want. I don't. I don't care. Air conditioning. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like COH two burners, scrubbers, EOGs, like stuff that creates oxygen, stuff damn. that removes carbon monoxide you know, from the atmosphere. I just atmosphere. go topside, brother. Yeah, we don't. We don't have that <laughs> uh, no, so. <laughs> So, like, uh, A-Gang had fucked up all kinds of the equipment and the maintenance, right? Maintenance. So the captain, our captain, talked to the other crew's captain and had the other crew's A-Gang on board for the entire refit period, right? Fixing all their shit. And so those were the most bitter motherfuckers on board. But they had to fix what they didn't fix before turnover. Yeah. You know what I mean? so it it does happen. Uh, on your level, maybe not right. When it comes to uh, you know what, I'm sorry, Captain. I didn't check sched, so I didn't know yeah. that this happened.
0: Which I don't have, like, you know. So it's weird. I don't have no problem having those conversations, right? Right. And 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 I'm not one to throw the other people under the bus. I will say what happened, right? Right. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not one to blame. Like, oh, hey, XO, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Blue Crew, fucked me over, and I didn't. No, hey, hey, sir, I didn't check. I didn't know. Uh, I know now. We're gonna lose those ones yeah. from here on, yeah. even though those four are gonna be lost. We, we'll, I mean, I can count up how many we're gonna have, right? It's because right. I again, I have like, well, I have three, right? I I got you said
1: four earlier, so
0: no, well, two. I said two, it, 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 two major checks, and then you got space checks, okay, right? So really three, <laughs> you know what I am saying? I got like three mips. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I was like, I could add that up, and, and as long as I don't drop any, I could add up the total, drop those four, and then I know I am gonna get. Right. So, you know, it's not like I'm not going to lose totally.
1: You're not trying to burn the dude and and trying to, like, get him hung, you know what I mean, for for missing those checks. But you do – you owe it to yourself and your division, right, to say, hey, this is what was given to us. Yes. This part is my fault. Yes. This part is their fault. We're going to take care of it. This is how we come through it, right? I mean, it's as easy as that. Yeah. Yeah. My whole thing was I was on (laughs) – my neck was in in the, in the guillotine, you know what I mean. For my issues, so there wasn't a chance in hell. No, no, I'm not trying to protect you. No, I got mouths to feed at home. Like you can suck it for all I care. Like I'm I'm trying to make sure that I don't end up going to mass for your fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And if if it comes down to that, I I would I would petition anybody I ever talk to that if it comes down to that, fuck them, right? Like. Save yourself, save your family. Be honest. Yeah. Be honest, right? Yeah. I'm not saying to lie and cover some shit up or, or try and be deceitful. No, 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 no. If you're in the clear, fuck them, because not anybody you know is going to do that for you. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to take a pay cut for nobody. No. You know what I mean?
0: Not a fucking all.
1: If I, if I fuck up, different story, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to own it, and I'm going to go home, and I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I fucked up. Sorry, our paycheck's going to be a little light for the next <laughs> three years. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> now, I hear you. When did you ever, um, was it ever so bad or did you ever see, maybe even not so bad, but, like, the COs talking to each other? Like, you got on board and, and it was like that CO was like, oh, my God, like, this shit's fucked up. And then you guys knew the CO was talking to the other CO and being like, hey, what's up? What's up? You know, like, y'all left, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, I want to fight you because you left us a piece of shit. And, and there's a bunch of stuff going on that apparently you didn't know about and that we want to fight about now.
1: And that usually came out at, like, uh, combined crew uh, production meetings. Right?
0: Oh, okay, so, yeah. Mm.
1: Officer LPO called combined, right? When the crews were combined. Y'all, and do, then all y'all did that? The, yeah, yeah. But for, like, it was a very short period of time that it happened. Usually it would be a couple weeks, right, throughout the turnover process. Yeah, you guys should, and you should recommend it, right? Um, But doing those combined meetings, so all those little roaches that are hiding under the refrigerator and hiding under wherever, they get discovered. They get Mm. brought up. Because you know what? If the dude keeps it a secret and he's like, hey, let's sidebar after this meeting, there's other ears around. People are hearing what's going on. And if I'm on the crew taking over, I hear my boy, right, in supply, and I hear the other suppo talking to somebody, and he's like, hey, we need to get this shit done. We need to get it done on the hush-hush. Like, let's get this done quickly, quietly. I'm going to be like, hey, Josh, talk to your dude because some shady shit's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and that shit would happen. And then all of a sudden, all that shit would be brought to the attention of the of the command. And yeah, there would be some, some shouting matches back and forth for sure. Did,
0: did, you, did you ever experience um, or did you ever feel that you were you yourself? Not... And the crew yeah. were the superior performers. And did you, ever, during some of those meetings, those joint meetings or anything, did you feel like, like, how hard was it to, like, you know, like step back when it wasn't yours yet, right? And just kind of like listen and watch instead of being like, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. this is how we're doing it. It's like this because I know better.
1: Yes. Every single time, right? Every- yeah. Every single do, time. Do you
0: think the other person felt the same the way towards you? Yes,
1: every single time. I did. I, yes.
0: Well, no, Absolutely. I support you. I'm just saying, like, uh, like somebody's got to know that they're not the dude. Right. But Or girl. or whatever. You know, I'm just saying, that someone's got to know what that saying, they're not the one, right? Like that. If you're in that situation, again, and then I'm not talking about myself. I'm just talking about in this situation of blue and gold, and you're doing this not just turnover, but you're doing a joint meeting or anything like that. Right. Like someone's got to look and be like, I, I might be on whole, but maybe I just don't fucking know about this thing. And I'm going to look at my counterpart. Like, so, you know. Right. And then is it hard to be like, well, then you handle it or you tell me and then I'll handle the way you want to handle it. Or is there too much pride at that at all khaki level to be like, nope, I know better. And I'm the fucking one here. So I'm doing it my way.
1: Yeah. So that's an excellent question. And I think it I know comes- I asked it. Well, you got it from somewhere. I don't know if you got Google up on that fucking laptop or what. But. Hey, no, for real though, like, uh, yes, there's that alpha mentality, right? Where I'm the big dick in the room and I'm taking over, or I've owned it now and I'm giving you the best that there is, right? Mm-hmm. With these exceptions. You know what I mean? Every single time. And the the good thing about that, that turnover process, when it lasts a little bit longer than a couple of days or a week or a couple of weeks, right, is that you work together long enough that you end up on the same page of trying to resolve the problem, whatever the problem is. Right. And it's not resolve it my way or your way. It's resolve it the best way and and the most efficient way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yes. Every time I went to a turnover to take the boat over, I went in there with a fucking checklist of like, I'm going to blast him for this, this, this and this. And I know he's fucking this up, so I'm getting him. And I would go there and be like, hey, what's up? And be cool and be like, all right, hey, so let me see this. Okay, so that's not done. That's not done. You need to get that fixed. And then we just go down the list. But the same shit would happen to me when he was taking the boat over for me. Right. He would come with his checklist ready to fucking go. And guns blazing, man, like, and that's, I think that's, it's almost, it's absolutely necessary to have that amount of ego going into that so you don't miss things like a sked, you know, like maintenance checks and, and stuff like that because you, you have to have that ownership, right, when you walk into that room, into that conversation. Um, and if you don't, then you miss the little things. And when you miss the little things, the little things turn into big things and then, You know what I mean? then all of a sudden you're answering for shit that you don't know anything about because you didn't ask the question because it didn't come up and that person wasn't about to bring it up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I I understand. I I mean, I'm I'm with it. I get it. And again, like as as alpha as alpha as I pretend to be, psych I am, right? I still have no problem with someone coming in and checking and being like, you know, having that list and me being like, oh, yeah, I ain't got that. I didn't do that. I don't do that. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, that, that's fine. But if you're going to ask me, I'm going to be up front and, and just be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. I didn't do it or or whatever. And like, and but then try to be like, why do you do it when it's a, and, and to me, like, it's an, une- I only do shit like that where I'm like, yo, this is, it's unnecessary. If it's optional, then it's a no for me. You know what I mean? Like, like, let's say so something stupid. So something stupid, like, um. Keeping receipts for parts. You know, you sign for the part and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. We scan those back to the civilian team, and they keep all that. Why the fuck am I going to keep it in that? It goes straight into the trash. Okay. But if the other person keeps it, and they're like, well, where's all? No, I'm not doing it. And, oh, all the ones that you had, guess what I did with them? Yeah, I, I threw them away. So
1: check this out, though, right? Is that a policy? Is that something? Do you, are you required to maintain those receipts?
0: Well, no. Well, like on are all. Are you
1: required to maintain them on board?
0: No, right. but on regular ships you are, and most most LSS are used to it.
1: But you're not on a regular ship, so right. it doesn't it doesn't apply to you. Yeah. So when you throw them away, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not screwing that individual out of. an No, no, just
0: it's a, that's more just of a like or something. And I'm not, again like out of it's a
1: process that yeah. that individual likes. Yeah.
0: that You don't. We'll start over. Right. Yeah.
1: So fuck it. Right. And that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about. Process differences, right? Like, I like to do it this way, and you like yeah. to do it that way. We're talking about shit that's not getting done, right? Yeah. And not getting turned over, and Yeah, it's not done. It's a good point. Yeah. That's
0: it's a good point, Chad. I know. I, I'm full of those. Let me put that up on the board for you. I would appreciate it if you did. But you know what? I'm going to get a little whiteboard right here. Chad's Wait. good points? No, it's just going to be like, guess good points. Chad's not just Chad, point. but like, guess, <laughs> right? Oh, it's tough, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm, um, it's been, it's been tough and, and not, not hard. Right. Like the shit, like I said, man, I'm a glorified RPPO, bro. Yeah. I I don't, I really just talk to people. Hey man. You know, there's not, there's not a problem that comes across my table that I can't solve with the email or a phone call.
1: So you say that, right? You say I'm a glorified RPPO, but. The conversation that I walked into when I got here today tells me something different, right it paints a whole different <laughs> story right yeah and and that's important to note, right so maybe on the daily like seven hours out of eight hours a day or at, you do like two and a half hours a day, so we'll say two out of the two and a half hours maybe you bust your ass for that yeah. <laughs> so you're an r p p o yeah but there is those moments where you're the yeah. fucking suppo and you're the chief and you got to make decisions and you yeah. got to bring perspective to people that aren't thinking in the ways that you've been trained to think and that you understand and and, and you're shining light on the situations that these people don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and making changes, making dramatic changes. Like, for example, we're going underway with no food because we don't have a refrigerator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big deal. So you can say you're a glorified RPPO, but... Uh,
0: well, I mean, like again, I'm used to a full supply operation, right? With with full R supply, with you know, ten LSs and and uh, you right, know, a right. full fucking S one at least yeah. operation. Okay, and I know how to run that, and I'm I'm having I'm having difficulties working with that team. Great team, don't get me wrong. They're they're like they're they're good as far as like responding and doing it. I'm used to like a kind of process, right? Like you come down and you say you need cash rep. I do that in five minutes, we're done. Yeah. It take it takes me hours, not because they're slow, but because the systems and the emails and the phone calls and if I send it to them. Then they're out of the office doing other shit for other ships because okay. they got four ships and blah, okay. blah, 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 blah. and then I'm just waiting and then they're waiting on me to provide them more information because I got to go find the work center where if it was, if I had it all on my computer, you know, it'd be standard as, as SOP. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? As we were talking about, you know, before uh, it just, it, it's, it's, yeah, bring the shit. I click a button, I click, click three more buttons and I give you some fucking papers and get out of my way, nerd. Right, right, right. You know, but, and, and you know, back to what you're saying, but like, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, right? I've had some conversations with some people, you know, um, that you know signed my fucking eval and shit. And but to me, like that's easy. That's an easy conversation, you know. It, I am just a glorified RPPO. Like my goal is like my goal for my LS3 is where he can have that conversation. Where my goal for my CS1s, my CS3 is like when if if for some reason the captain walked by them and was like, oh hey. Uh, just shogging them to the face about like, hey, what's going on with XYZ? They'd be able to tell him confidently, confidently the answer.
1: Yeah, and guess what? They're going to get that from watching you have the conversations that you had on the pier today with the captain. You know what I mean? So the more they see that, they might not like your alpha demeanor where you claim to have the biggest dick in the room. I All don't right.
0: claim it. I let everyone know what it is. Right, okay, so
1: let me use a different metaphor cuz that clearly doesn't apply to this
0: no it does not
1: <laughs> my my point is this if they can if they can witness that and see you do it in a professional manner and get the results that you were looking for in that conversation that's mentorship that they will get nowhere else right nowhere else and and it's it's huge in development of junior sailors to see hey so my chief was a glorified rppo that could talk to the captain and convince him one way or the other. You know what I mean? Intelligently. Not from being the loudest voice in the room, but from being the smartest voice in the room, right? Yeah. And thinking big picture, and thinking holistically, not tunnel vision, I don't want to take this thing underway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Well, hold on a minute. If we don't, what are our options? Right. You know? And so, I think that's the mentorship. that, That changes sailors' trajectories, Throughout their career, when they get to witness that and they get to to see the response and they get to see how the exchange happened, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. Like, yeah, it, it's um, it kind of gives that like, oh, that's what that person does. That's that's the chief. That's you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the chief. Yeah, yeah. in my position at least. Uh, you others might witness it with other you know with officers or first class or whoever, but like that's. That's what I want to become. I want to have that kind of influence. Things yeah. like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're absolutely. Right. Um. You know, it's funny. Uh, I walked into to another one this morning. Um. We, you know, we just got back today. We will start talking about the underway time. We got back today. Uh. You know, Marine layer out here in San Diego is uh It was thick this morning, and uh, we're pulling up. Set low visibility. I'm low visibility detail out on the folks. because you're a glorified RPPO. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Because I'm a glorified (laughs) RPPO. So I'm out there and me and a a third class and, um, you know, I'm standing, uh, I'm standing left side port. He's on starboard. We're looking, you know, we're listening. We're doing our watch, you know, we're we're out there maybe 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes probably. Mm -hmm. And, um, he, uh, you know, I'm calling out contacts that, to me, I'm like, they should be able to see that on the bridge. But let me call that out. You know, hey, small craft, you know, bearing, yeah. whatever, 350, right. 345, whatever, right? Okay. Uh, third class over on, on the starboard side. He goes, you know, he's all, contact straight ahead. I'm like, oh, sh-, like, what? So like, i was like, I'm saying, port, there's a gun right there. I can't see what he's looking at. So I, I like move over a little bit and he's he's pointing at he's like contact straight ahead contact straight ahead. And then I see it crossing our bow. And I was like boom on the rail. Hey, contact straight ahead, you know, crossing starboard to port. You know, like close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Boom. They do their actions on the bridge, all good.
1: <laughs> when you said boom, I thought you. No. <laughs> I was like, "Damn." No, it wasn't
0: it wasn't boom, it's just they they do their actions Poor all good, Nelson right?
1: family that was going out fishing. <laughs> you know,
0: and uh, it was a little, like, you know, a little speedboat, whatever. I see it. I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah, there he goes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I'm down on the folks, though, damn near as close oh, to the as tip go, yeah. as I can go, right? I think they say, like, it's another uh, 200 feet. Or, I don't know, whatever. Not all the way to the tip, but just something. Anyways. Okay. Um, so, all right, there he goes. Right, he's off that way. <laughs> Takes off. Hours later, we're moored up. They're doing debrief. I'm not up there for the debrief. I'm looking for the fucking chief, right? I got some. I got to let him know about some shit, right? Whatever. So I'm looking for the, one of the chiefs. And then, um, everyone's debriefing, and it, this uh, little boat comes up in the conversation. They're like, "Yeah, you know that fucking little power boat came out of nowhere. This and that, and you know, uh, you know, low viz caught it. This and that." And they're like, oh, well, Suppo's right here. I'm like, yo, don't fucking call me out. Like, <laughs> I ain't up here to talk. I'm just standing by listening to y'all. I'm waiting for this motherfucker. Like, and then, so, you know, Captain's like, oh, Suppo, you know, you got anything to say about that? I got fuck. I guess I got to think of something to say real quick. So I was like, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, not me, but Petty Officer Third Class uh, spotted it. Um, you know, as soon as he spotted it, you know, I radi- radioed it up to the bridge, you know, I, so, you know, you heard it, you were up oh, yeah. here, right? You know. And then, I'm a yeah, I'm a smart ass. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, uh, but according to my uh you know, my, what did I say? Something like um uh being not that uh involved in seamanship or something, right? I was like uh, you know, to my eyes, we missed it by a mile. You know, it wasn't even closer. And everyone just looked at me like, yo, did this motherfucker just like <laughs> and I'm and I'm like blank stare looking at them. Like, dead serious. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, my, my unfamiliar seamanship eye, sir, we, we missed it by a mile. I was, um, and they are like, uh, I was like, like, it wasn't that close? I was like, not to me. <laughs> like, they are like, man, we were, like, rubbing paint with it. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, mm, nah, not that close. No, and if we would have, it wouldn't really been rubbing paint as much as just running over that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a small little yeah. powerboat. Yeah. You know, like. You know, yeah. like, you know, we could just when kept going. It, yeah. yeah, we just kept going, and, you know, fucking Timmy and Sam would have just not made it home that day, yeah. I guess. Like, I don't know. Sucked up and probably fucking shot out the fucking ass into the ship or something. Like, who knows? But um, everyone else was, like, super fucking, like, oh, my God, it was so close. And I was like, not when you're down on the folks are looking at it.
1: Right. Not when you can actually see. What's oh, there? Yeah.
0: And, and they, they, you know, just, it's just another one of the moments where they're all just kind of staring at me like, fucking, did someone just say that? Which I've had a lot in the three weeks we've been on board. Yeah, I can imagine. Of, yeah. <laughs> like, like we were talking about, right? Like a lot of people looking at me. Did you just say, yes, I just said that.
1: Yeah, I remember one of the first mess meetings that I was in with you, uh, I I hadn't been at the command much longer than you at the time, so I, I was still trying to feel everybody out. Yeah. And it was a, a bigger meeting than we had had up to that point. Yeah. um, And you started talking. I, I, we were probably talking about coins or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: That's, That's what we're uh, always talking the about. Just <laughs> <of our> conversations in <laughs> that mess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I remember, like, the way that you addressed everybody was not uh, there was no timidness, right? I'm not shy to say what I think, and I'm gonna say what I think. And if you don't like it, fuck off. And if you do like it, right on, like whatever. fuck on,
0: brother. Yeah,
1: like what, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I always I always appreciated that and respected that. I so. appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, but that's we'll go back to to your junior LSs, right? They need to see that, right? Because what do we What do we learn more from the people that are leading us? That we learn the positive and the negative. I think we take more away from the negative than we do the positive, right? Um, some Some leaders are are almost exclusively positive, right? But they have their weakness that that you figure out, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I, I want to make sure I don't handle it that way. Uh, a lot of leaders have a lot of negatives, right? And when we develop from junior sailors into senior sailors and and leaders, right? We have to try to mitigate those negative things or, or get rid of those negative things that we've learned and make sure that we don't incorporate those into our leadership style. Right. So for junior sailors to be able to see you confidently as a chief standing up and saying, yeah, no, this is what it was. You guys are, I don't, I don't know what it looked like on the radar. Maybe that little green bleep bleep was a little bit closer to our green bleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
0: well, I mean, too, like, yeah. like them, you know, any any ship where the bridge is up here and the focals are down here, like that contact is going to disappear
1: under the forecastle, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, and but then people out there are going to be like, oh yeah, no, it, it was it was still there, yeah. but it was it was just a cool thing, you know, like you know, I didn't do shit, I just I had the radio, I called it out, you know, and and of course, you know, I gave all praise to Petty Officer Third Class of like,
1: this is what you have to do,
0: right? I was like, I, and not just even have to do, but it's. What was like, I, was, I didn't see the motherfucker. Like yeah. he, he saw it, you know, but you didn't steal his credit either. You no. Know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and,
1: and that's the thing that a lot of guys do. They they feel like they need that extra feather on their cap or yeah. something, that extra pat on the back. And it's like, you didn't do fucking anything. Yeah. All you did was repeat what he said Yeah. on this thing.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's weird like that. So, so we're, uh, that was this morning, last night. Yeah, you know, we uh we pulled out of the the port we were in, and we headed south, back down here, and um.
1: Yeah, you do some yo, long underways on those boats, huh?
0: Yeah, five <laughs> days, five days. Yo, it was a shit. Oh God, it was a shit show. <laughs> I'll just say it was a shit show, man. Like there's there's the whole crew was running on. I'd say an average of like th- th- three hours of sleep a night. Yeah, that sucks. You know, four hours maybe. Right. You know, um, but. This is, you know, so it, it was rough. It was a rough one. You know, the worst night I was on, I was on duty. Um, we were up late, right? Cause we had Liberty and then it was Cinderella Liberty. And as a good chief, I'm looking for my sailors to come back. My sailor, part of the last group, 1155. Right. Fucking asshole, kid. <laughs> you know, but, and we'll get into this too. Cause there's lots to talk about, about that. Right. And, um, you know you could tell he had a good time you could tell all the sailors had a good time you could tell like the the previous uh, yeah, 48 dude, they hours they just
1: had a long underway up about 20 miles north so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean but like it was it was one of those like it was just the first 2 weeks on board right like we it, it's it's been like fucking balls to the walls going 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 Garden, yeah. yeah and then now you get this liberty port yes it, it's just fucking up north right you you can take a drive up there on the weekend but you know what's different you
1: of course yes
0: and for the anyone listening the civilian listeners or something there it's you could road trip all around America and have a great time i can i can we can a sailor you retired any sailor out there listening you could pull into port an hour north of you and it's fucking on yeah it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be some place that you could visit every weekend, but you're you're getting off the ship and you're going on liberty, right, 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 and you don't and and you don't have that much time because you got to be back at midnight. And and like I did me, me and some of the chiefs, we just went out, we had a bite, we had a couple of drinks, we came back. Yeah, that like we know like this ain't this ain't the place, right? But then you got those junior sailors that have been grinding, fucking getting after it, right? And they're like, oh, we're on Liberty. And, and 11.55, 23.55, they're strolling in. Yeah. And they're just all smiles. They had a few drinks, maybe plus a couple. And they just had a great time yeah, on Liberty. Until tomorrow morning. Until tomorrow morning. <laughs> or until, you know, an uh, hour after Liberty expires and the bells are ringing. Right. And there's a casualty. Actual.
1: Yeah, but that didn't happen. Oh, it did happen. That did. <laughs>
0: oh no. <laughs> that did happen. That did happen, yeah. right? Uh, not uh, some you know, not major, but like casualty, you know. And and motherfuckers jumped to, And duty section had it and was responding. And I won't go. I'll tell you that whole story offline. You know, yeah. but um, you know, and then but then the next morning, you you know, yeah, you sailors like, yo, uh, were they running drills last night? Or was I dreaming?
1: (laughs) No, you were drunk.
0: (laughs) It wasn't a drill. (laughs) It it wasn't a drill. It it was was real life actual, right? And and then you had sailors that that had just got back, you know, the the engineers. Shout out the engineers, man. You know, fucking down in spaces, fucking getting after it. Yeah, killing it. You know, with that fucking, (laughs) you know, just, they'd only been asleep an hour. And their, you know, BAC is still... Yeah, well, yeah. what it needs well, to
1: be <laughs> but
0: to operate it. machinery, you yeah. know? Like, but they're down there, like, what do we do? Like, let's, you know, ready, to go. Yeah. As, you know, but they, they were quickly removed from the situation. Right right, right, right. Right. Just because it's like, hey, like, we got, like, duty section got it. It's under control. Everything's good.
1: Yeah, but that mentality of, like, hey, it's go time. Let's get after it. Yeah. No, you. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the responsible person has to be like, hey, did I get it. I appreciate your enthusiasm. captain's on his way down. Yeah, let's back up.
0: I don't want you down here smelling like alcohol, yeah. uh, even though I don't think he's going to say anything. I just don't want it to be something to be brought up, of course, right? Of so, like, thank you for a response. Get out of here now, yeah. you know. Um, and, and that's not wrong, right? Like when there no. when there's a casualty and bells are ringing, we need people responding, of course. And, and you know, and and those engineers that know their space is the best, like, drunk or otherwise. You know, the fucking, the real ones are up and at it, and they're fucking ready to go. And it's, and that gets into, like, the underway time, right? It's a beautiful thing to see that, you know, civilians, other other branches, they have their own way to do it. Yeah. But us, it's all the time at sea yeah. where this shit can happen. Right. Even right? if you're an hour north. Even if you're an hour north. Even if it's just, you know, routine operations. Right. You know, just out of fucking eyesight of the shoreline,
2: yeah,
0: right. And I don't think, and like, I don't think people understand. I know I didn't understand before I joined the navy, right? And I got on ships and stuff, right?
2: Okay.
0: Like the level, the the industrial level of danger, and how the sea can really just crush you. And people are like, "Oh, it'll crush you like an aluminum can." Well, it just happens that the ship I am on is made out of <laughs> aluminum, okay. Um, and it's real, right? That this like, you know, machines pumping, you know, oils and fuels and water and like everything around you can kill you in these spaces. And like, as soon as one thing, and man, like this, fuck, man, turning around can kill you. Yeah. You hit a light
1: hanger that you're not expecting that's there and you don't I re- duck.
0: <laughs> I remember it was like a 2000, what was it? Probably 2007, 2010, something like that somewhere between there maybe, Um, reading an article of a sailor who died on the East Coast on a carrier because they bumped their, a little more than a bump, I think, but they hit their head on, like, a fucking pipe or something. Yeah. Like, underway. Yeah. Like, that's the level of shit can happen, right, that that we deal with. So it, it was really cool to see that one sailor stepping up, you know, standing those watches, making their rounds, it was it was amazing to see that that roving watch. You know, they're calling it away, and you know, uh, we, we're down there and we're getting it taken care of. And I'm like, hey, like fucking good job, right? You fucking responded how you're supposed to respond. Right. And then she's like, fucking crying, and I'm like, yo, are you like, are you okay? Like, do you need to step away? Do you need a moment? And she's like, I'm fine. So I'm taking a moment. I don't even know why I'm crying. <laughs> And I'm like, that
1: was pride, cool. man. That was pride. She, yeah, she killed it. And then she came back to it, like, oh fuck, I just did that. I didn't even think I, about it.
0: I did something. Yeah, right. Because a lot of times when we're talking, when we're messing with junior sailors and stuff, it's like they're like, um, I don't do shit. This is stupid. You know what the fuck am I here for? And, and then why are we
1: drilling again? Why are we
0: drilling? You know, just whatever it is, right? And then then something actual happens, and and they and that. Instinct. It, the instinct and what they've been trained yeah. kicks in, yep. and it's overwhelming. Yeah, and I'm not saying she was like boo-hooing in the corner. Nah, right, right, right. She was standing there, fucking ready for more, finding like, all right, what do I do next? And she's just like, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know, Chief. <laughs> I was like, Hey, cool, let it go then. Like, but if you need to step away too, like, do it yeah. right because everything's safe. Right, right. we we're, we're we're in a good spot where you can do that, right. This, again, I just want to be clear. Like, this wasn't like she didn't, she was crying while it was happening. No, she was on the fucking radio.
2: Yeah. Flooding in Ox Yeah,
0: you know, like, whatever it was, right? And no hating what you're saying.
1: No. I, I get it. I hope everybody it else is. It was fucking was awesome, too. man. Yeah. And that, but so, same thing with submarines. Like, uh, I've only been through a few casualties on subs, and, and I mean, you can imagine what it's like being in an enclosed tube, right? And, and uh, the smallest fire lights off or oh my god, whatever it is, right? It 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 takes over that space so quickly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um think about like a this is how I try to relate it to people, like think about when you're in the kitchen or in the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? And you have the candle lit cuz you have people over, you want to keep the candle lit. When you go to blow out that candle, right? What do you do almost right after? You probably Poop. turn the fan on. Right. Because that smoke just from that little wick on the candle. Yeah. Obnoxious. Yeah. Right. So think about being in a space that's enclosed. Right. That you're living in. You can't walk into the living room to get away from it. It's there. Right. So the casualties that I've been uh, unfortunate enough to be a part of. I was always overwhelmed with enthusiasm. To the reaction of the crew. You know what I mean, and how this dude that you just wanted to fight twenty minutes ago after dinner. You know what I mean, like you guys hate each other uh, and had sex with his mom, like whatever it is. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I'm I'm joking, right? (laughs) Talking shit, but uh, but you know what I mean. Like you're talking all this shit, and then all of a sudden some shit, some something real happens, Mm -hmm. and then everybody's one team, and you get it done, and then when it's done.
0: You go back to, all right.
1: Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. You like fucking
0: stuff. suck. You're yeah. so slow right. in responding. Yeah, dude. And yeah.
1: like, hey, you don't even have that shit strapped up right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser. Oh, you man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That, that's real. Like, that, that, all that drilling, we fucking hate it. We always hate it. We always will. But it serves a purpose, man, because when the shit goes down and you're on that two hours of sleep for the last two days, you're not thinking. You're just doing what you've been trained to do, and guess what? More often than not, it works.
0: Yeah, it, but I mean, like me and me and another buddy, we've had a conversation a lot about drilling and training and and training and drilling just to fucking train and drill because we hate it, right? And it's not that we don't want to be proficient. It's just like, like it goes back to it goes back to there were sailors like, were they running drills last night? Because you drill so much that they think everything's a drill,
1: right? And they're like, "I'm not getting out of the rack for this I'm job.
0: not getting out of the rack for this right. drill, right?" But then there's one at least duty section knew as a fucking should
1: because they were sober.
0: They were sober, yes, definitely, right? And and you know it's just and it's, it just goes back to like um I, you know something I tell because I gotta have fun. You know one of my one of my rules that I always say when I'm there is like, "Hey, if we're not fucking having fun, then why the fuck are we here, guys?" Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so I don't care how much you think this sucks, start having fun.
1: Yeah, let's figure it out.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to lead the fun, right? I'm not just going to be, like, <laughs> preaching it. Like, I'm going to lead it. So yeah. let's let's fucking talk this shit up, okay, and let's go. Um, but, like, yeah, I tell them we, we would do section turnover or whatever, right? I'm like, yo, if it looks funky, smells funky, or sounds funky, report that shit. Like, I, I don't, I don't care what it is. Right. Report it. Call right. it away. I don't fucking care. What's the worst that could happen? It's nothing. Guess what? We still get to do. We still get to account for it as a like as a drill, right, right. and then we don't got to run that drill. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, "Yo, there's, yeah, there, there's ways there's to value, get out of it. Yeah. There's value, and and don't forget if you're finding value in this, go ahead and hit subscribe, <laughs> the like button, and uh, leave a comment. That's my plug. Thanks. No, that's good. Um, what's up? What you said? I
1: was just gonna say I, I love it. I like uh, there's nothing that makes a drill scenario suck more than a shitty locker leader or Mm -hmm. a a shitty leader in that casualty environment when they're not motivated and they're not trying to bring enthusiasm to it. Right. They're just going through the motions and checking the boxes as they go down. Right. Um, That was one. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say about that.
0: No, but I mean, (laughs) it's, 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 it's right though. Right. Like, the locker leader sets the tempo, right? Like, you know, and, and toot toot my own horn. Like, I'm locker leader for one locker. We only got two lockers. And then, right. you know, fucking Boats is the other locker leader. Yeah. Guess who the two loudest motherfuckers on the right, ship right, is? Right.
1: And that's who should be running that show. Right? Yeah. Those two individuals that can bring some motivation to the people that are pissed off because they're getting out of the fucking rack and they're just like, fuck. And you're like, I right, got this shit on fucking. You go here, your host team, whatever. Yep. Whatever the situation is, even like on submarines, it's my opinion, and anybody that watches this can, can say otherwise, but atmosphere monitoring is one of the lamest fucking jobs to do for a damage control party. You got this bullshit equipment that you're squeezing plungers and trying to get chemicals out of the atmosphere to figure out if it's safe to breathe or not. Like... My whole thought process, process with that is I don't want to fucking take my mask off if there's smoke in the room, right? If it's a smoke-free environment, maybe I want to go ahead and sniff some shit and see if there's other shit in there that's <laughs> going to kill me. Yeah. But if there's smoke there, why am I doing this? You know, and that was that was like my, my biggest frustration was like, why don't we ventilate for several hours to get the smell out of here before we start doing this? So I, I ended up getting moved to a host team, which, a, <laughs> which was a lot more fun. It was. Yeah, yeah. because though you're getting all sweaty and, and gross for nothing, like, you're part of the action. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're part of the team. You're part of putting out the casualty and saving
0: lives. Wait, and, and, again, I want to stress, like, if there's anyone civilian listeners or even other military, other branches, or, or you know, especially Navy, like, the fucking drilling and training sucks. And everyone knows that, but if you and so, I mean, you can say like Tuesday night was an actual casualty. I have never experienced an actual fire, which yeah. God, I hope I never do. Yeah. And I hope no sailor out there ever fucking does, right? Um, because it, it's like, you know, uh, everyone listening out there, if you ever watched a um a uh, keep your Christmas tree wet video, because it, if it catches fucking fire, right? Go watch one of those videos, right, about how quickly the Christmas tree catches fire and then the curtains and then the couch because the couch is super flammable and then the whole house, right? Now, imagine that in an actual industrial – so that's just a dried Christmas tree with some flammables around it, right, what we call a class alpha fire. Right. Now, imagine a fire breaking out in in an industrial era that has oil, gasoline, jet fuel – Machinery hydraulic fucking oil. hydraulic oil, all machinery pumping all of this shit, right? Um, and, yes, it might be all metal. Metal will burn. Correct. Okay. Now, imagine a fire catching in that, right? Lube oil starts spraying. It hits something hot. Boom, you got fire. How fast do you think it's going to take to consume that space? And the
1: fact that you can't just go out the front door and yeah. use your cell phone to call the fire department. Yeah,
0: there is no fire department. Right. Everything is on board.
1: This is your life now we are the fire department like you 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 change gears immediately yeah right like i don't sit back and wait for somebody to show up to do this i have to do this yeah uh when i was in boot camp so
0: was that 19 circa 83 um i don't even think circa noah's ark
1: i don't even think we had color at the time it was all black and white
0: damn in life yeah yeah feel bad for you no so
1: uh so I was in boot camp, and I had a DC man, DC2 McGee was her name. She was one of my RDCs. Um, she's a DC man, right? So what do DC men do on a, on a ship? They maintain all damage control equipment, right?
0: They control damage.
1: Uh, so they maintain all the damage <laughs> control equipment. And we had a, a dude from another division that came in and was always flirting with her and talking with her. He was a YN. He was a YN too, but he was a submarine YN, right? So he happened to be in the compartment when she was giving us this damage control training. And she was talking about how, you know, if, if you got equipment that's bad or whatever, what do you do? And the answer was you report it to the damage control men, right? The DC men, whoever, yeah. whoever they are. He started laughing and I looked at him. I, I was about to be a submariner, right? Mm-hmm. He's a submariner. He's laughing. Why is he laughing? He says because on a submarine, everybody is a D seaman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody. If you're a nuclear electrician, if you're a radio man, if you're a sonar tech, if you're a cook, it doesn't matter what job you hold on a submarine, everybody's a D seaman. So everybody knows how to combat every casualty, right? That we have on board um or at least that have been experienced on board. Yeah. Um That that was a big deal. That was an eye opener to me. Um so fast forward almost a year later after I got through pipeline, whatever, I got on my first boat and uh, I was on board for like three days. I still barely knew how to get from my bunk room to the mess decks, <laughs> which is a submarine, right? So there's only so many places it can be.
0: <laughs> only so many routes. <laughs> Figure that out.
1: But uh, I'll never forget. I walked out of my bunk room to go to the, the head that was literally two missile tubes away from me. And I saw the egg hangers back in machinery, too, like. It w- it was it was fucking crazy. It looked like a circus day Soleil thing. Like they were swinging from from light hangers and fucking jumping over and doing shit. Smoke was filling that space, but they sounded the alarm, emergency shut off. Like each one of them did something to combat the casualty. And I was like, oh fuck! Like the only thing I know to do is to bring an EAB. Do you know what an EAB is? EAB. Yeah, emergency air breathing apparatus.
0: Oh EEBD, we come. So EBDs. this is same, a, same older. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, basically, it's a gas mask. It uh-huh. has a small tube that you plug into an air manifold. Okay. The okay. Or on the side, wherever they are. Okay.
0: Different from what I'm talking about, but I get it. Okay. S-
1: similar, but the, yeah. Um, So I go in my bunk room and I was like, there was like two people sleeping in there. So I ripped out all the f- EABs in the bunk room because every bunk has an EAB yep, yep. associated with it. Grabbed them all and started marching my way back to machinery too. The Cobb which is our CMC on a submarine. Yep. Uh he comes out of his office and this dude's like six four, like he's like a bear of a dude, like just a beast. One of the most humble leaders I know, and probably because I didn't get to experience the politics at that stage in my career. Yeah. But uh he saw me heading toward the casualty. He looked and starts like getting combat Battle dress. Know? Yeah, battle yep. dress. Uh picks me up with one hand, right? twists the collar of my shirt like this, turns me around, and he said, you go that way. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm trying to help. But okay. So yeah. I, I go to the Mestex, found the Mestex, threw all the EABs on the table, and everybody's like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. Some shit's going on back there. Like, I don't know. I've been here for three days. Yeah. I don't know anybody that I'm talking to. Yeah. right. Long story short, like, I thought that I was going to be fighting the casualty. But I would have been a liability doing so at that point. Yeah. Fast forward years later, and all the training and all that stuff. Like, I was ready to go in any situation on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, removed from from a submarine, maybe not. But
0: but I mean, it, it it don't matter. Like, and it's cool that you say you know because uh, there's a difference in that mentality, right? We're on the submarines. Me and you and Armando have talked about that, right? About getting fish qualified and, and that stuff and how much that means and the, the status symbol that it, it is compared to surface where it's kind of like, okay, check in the box, you got your E swass And then this round turn that we're, we're trying to make that everyone's a DC man, right? But even when we're going through our DC things, I'm telling sailors that, and then I got DC men, excuse me, ATG telling me, well, no, 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 you're not a DC man, right? Little, little, you know, uh, rating pride, you know, and it's like you're, but you know, you're kind of a firefighter, okay? But you're not DC seamen. I was like, well, how can how can we try to be like convince everyone that they're a DC man, firefighter or whatever? If if you're gonna just hold it for yourself, right? Um, you know, you, I don't want to be a DC man. I'm fucking LS, but I, you know, I know a bit about DC. Been doing it a while, right? Like, right. I, you know, I I, I know the five five five. I'm not saying inside and out like you do, but I know that it's the five five five, right? I know I can open that up and start looking about combating casualties. Right, right. I know the RPM. Right. Right. I, can, I, I know that, it, again, not inside out. I know it's an RPM, and I can open it up and look on how to combat any casualty. Right. right? And some people are, well, you know, as a locker leader, you should or whatever. But I'm like, no, well, it's not just locker leader. That's everybody. That's be, Everyone being a DC man on your ship should know 555 is where you look to – combat fires if you ever just want to do some light reading right and the rpm is if you're the first one to the locker open it up look at the fucking you know the the cable contents figure out what you're fighting turn to that page yeah and and start following steps right while everyone else dresses out or or does whatever but you know it's cool you know that you know it's cool that you also like being that being that brand new kid trying to fight the fire right Help um, out.
1: I had no idea what I was gonna do when I got there. But you I, but I you just knew? wanted to bring them EAB so they could breathe. <laughs> that was my only It counts. Level. Yeah.
0: It fucking counts, right? It, it it's sometimes you are just the utility men on the watch bill. And sometimes that just means helping motherfuckers get dressed out, getting more S C B A bottles, taking SCBAs, yeah. get them refilled. That's your part. Play your
1: part. You couldn't have said it better, man.
0: Sometimes you are the utility. And that goes with, with any trade that
1: you're involved in, right? Yeah. But, but when it comes to damage control and saving lives, like, yeah. Sometimes you're the dude that holds the rag. hmm You know what I mean? And that's all you're doing. But guess what? If you're not doing it, who's doing it?
0: Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And then that gets me to another part. When uh, I don't know if you've seen. I was posting on Facebook talking shit, right? Uh, was it last Not this week. Last week. Because we were running drills, right? And and trying to get certified in some different things. And um, I had a shadow, right? They told me I was locker leader. I am locker leader. And I have a shadow fucking following me around like it's fucking Peter Pan or something. (laughs) I'm like, hey, uh, how about I be your assistant locker leader? How about you be uh, out the fucking way? (laughs) All right? How about you be that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't need an assistant locker leader, okay? Especially... In my mind, right, when, like, what like, what kind of assistant are you going to be when your level of knowledge is does not match mine?
1: How about you take notes and qualify locker leader?
0: Yeah, that. In or how leader? about you just, how about you just dress the fuck out and play the role that you are on the watch bill? Oh, yeah. Well, that too. In, yeah. Instead of trying to get out of it. Right. Because. Oh,
1: that's what it was. Okay. I, I thought it was a motivated sailor trying to, trying to step up their game, but. But, uh. Yeah, if it, was, <laughs> if it was a matter of trying to get out of getting sweaty in an FFE or something like that. Like, oh, fuck off! Like, yeah. yeah, go ahead and figure this shit out.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and, and and like, I mean, on a sub like you've been on, you got a full like we have a full crew, but you have a big crew, right? How many you got on sub? Two, three hundred? No, 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 not at all. One hundred fifty, two. So
1: the the crew itself is for for the last boat that I was on was usually about one a hundred to one hundred and twenty.
0: That's a small, small sub, though, right? No, that or was, that's, that's big. big. a yeah. Okay, okay.
1: When we brought in, like, the SEALs and the divers and everything, we'd be up to almost 200. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? But those guys aren't responsible for combat and combat No, yeah, they're
0: not. get the fuck out of the way and go muster on the Messex or whatever. And,
1: and, you know, so I got nothing but respect for those guys, a lot of them anyway, because a lot of them would be like, hey, so we're here, we're on this mission, like, let me go ahead and qualify. Yeah. Like, fucking, what do you want to know? I'm going to teach you everything that I can. Yeah. And if I can't answer your question, I'm going to tell you who can. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm going to ask you to bring me that knowledge back so I know it. You know what I mean? Um, And and a lot of guys did, and they wanted to be involved, and they wanted to be involved in the drills, and they wanted to do that stuff. And that's probably out of sheer boredom. Yeah. Because they're at a go, 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 and when we're out trying to deploy them on a mission but we can't, and they're stuck. Sitting with yeah, us.
0: but also, I mean, having worked with some of those guys, uh, Gary Q. The when I was with the teams, um, it's just they're so used to like having high levels of knowledge about whatever they're
1: doing, everything, yeah,
0: right. Like, yes. and, and being able to, to assist and fight whatever the fight is is like, why wouldn't they want to know how to fight where they're at?
1: You're absolutely right. You're dealing with a different caliber of people, and, yeah, and and for for the most part, right. Some of them are assholes. Some of them don't give us don't yeah. don't care at all. But uh, I was I was blessed enough to work with enough that, that wanted to know and that wanted to be a part of that and wanted to be a part of the team. And, and uh, shit, I think we passed out half a dozen Dolphins. Uh, Damn, for real? I swear. I swear. Because these guys were motivated. They did the qual card just like any nub would have to do yeah. when they first checked in. But they did it so much faster. And probably because... That was their only purpose in life. They didn't have to stand a watch. Yeah. They didn't have to do anything else. They no cleanup or anything like yeah. that. They didn't have to drill, right? So if they decided they didn't want to, they didn't. Um, But it, it was awesome to see. When guys came up to my radio room and was like, hey, so can you teach me this stuff? Yeah. I'll give you what you need to know. You know what I mean? Because for my equipment and radio, I don't need you to be an expert. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want yeah. you to understand some very basics. Yeah. What we do? How do you get your email? You know what I mean. What do yeah. I got to do to get you email? Yeah. Oh, you got to do. That. All right, good. Like you know that type of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so that was good. Like I, I enjoyed that. Um. And I used to I used to love when I had a non call or a JO that was trying to qualify, in in my room, and then a seal would come up or a diver or whoever they were would come up. And be like, hey, I'm I'm trying to qualify, you know, can I get this checkout? out? Yeah, guess what? They're working on the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they would know more about it than the people that live on board. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'd ask them questions. Boom, you got it? All right, cool. Sign their shit off, and they'd be like, all right, can you sign mine too? No, because you don't know. Because you're stupid. Shit. It's not <laughs> that they're stupid. No, it is,
0: Chad. They just just gotta, say it.
1: No, because they got a million other things going on, too. They're trying to learn. Uh, my whole thing with the submarine qualification is that, is that when I was going through it, I was like, why the fuck do I need to learn basic primary reactor, all that bullshit? Yep. Like, why do I need to learn hydraulic isolations from here and here? And uh, it was put into perspective to me. One of the guys told me, he's like, look, here's a deal like you're not going to manage this system. You're never going to operate it. You're never going to touch anything unless there's a casualty. Mm-hmm. If there's a casualty and you happen to be walking by here and you hear that casualty called away, you will know to shut that valve right there. Right? You will know to do that. You will know where this exists or that it exists, right? And then yeah. you're going to have to relocate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and th- that was huge for us. Like, well, it was huge for me mentally going through the qualification process, understanding the importance of knowing that stuff. And it's something for me, my experience in the surface fleet, which is only two submarine tenders, um, it was not at all a a thing. Like we had MSC, uh, Marine Sealift Command.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, Military Sealift Command. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, They did all the DC.
0: Mm -hmm. Like we drilled,
1: but in the event of an actual casualty, yep. MSC was the one fighting the casualty. I've been there. So there was so little pride and effort in all elements of that training process. And I was like, why why am I doing this? Like, You want me to get my ESWAS, but I'm not earning anything. I'm just going and talking to you like, hey, brother, you know, can you sign my card? Yeah, dude, I can sign all this, all this. Uh, Well, all right. So what's that? I don't know. Fuck it sign it like All right, so this is a big joke. And that that's how I took it from that from that command, right? I'm not saying all commands are like that and I'm not trying to shit on the surface fleet in
0: any way. Shit on us. I'm just Someone will probably like it.
1: That was that was the reality of the situation I was facing and I had so little care for getting that warfare device while I was there because of that. Because I came from what you learn matters. You know what I mean? And you will, uh, can and will absolutely save lives by knowing this shit to, it doesn't matter if you know it, it's who you know, not what you know. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, that's a big problem, right? And, and I man, I got my East on Destroyer. Um, I'd say it was, like, a mix, right? Like, it, it was a mix of, yeah, here, I, I, a lot, some people were, like, um. Hey, I'm going to train you. I'm going to show you what, what this can all do. And, and the same, like, yeah, you're not going to get up here. I, I remember someone, I, I told him this before, uh, this warrant officer that I know. Um, warrant Officer Fazy now, right? Uh, he showed me all about Sea Whiz and a bunch of shit. And he signed off a bunch of fucking, you know, he was an FC at the time. So a bunch of bo- a bunch of combat systems, right? And he really helped me. And I told him, uh, it was a few years ago, but, you know, years later after we served on that ship, when uh, you know, when he was a chief, and I think I was a first class still. Well, but I just I say, man, like I want to let you know, like you helped me with my east walls, and it meant a lot, right? Because I learned a lot. I'm never gonna shoot seaways, yeah. But at that time, I knew the full operational of it from whatever he taught me, right? right? right, the, right. You know, and and that was cool. But then you know, the, there's DC men that were on that ship that taught me a lot of DC shit you know, for e swas and just for training purposes that I retain today. Yeah. And that and that laid the foundation for me to be half decent at D C.
1: But as you know? a sailor, you understand that D C is the most important part of that. Yes. Right? D C is the most important because you're never gonna find if if you find yourself in combat systems, right, during uh, let's say a wartime scenario or anything like that, like we got bigger problems if Josh Moore is man and <sighs> combat systems you know what i mean and that's not yeah. an insult that's no
0: it. it, it I, I don't know what the fuck, put me on a 50 cow i know what i'm doing okay but yeah. so you can point point and shoot but yeah as,
1: as far as controlling a, the right f- f- we're no. fucked yeah forget about it yeah right but in the event of a fire if you're anywhere on board you're a useful body and a tool that can be used to put out that casualty
0: yeah more yeah i and then you're like more than useful Right, like it's exactly, yeah.
1: Not only can you do it yourself, but you can also tell other people what to do to combat that casualty while you control the locker or whatever.
0: Yeah, the fire team. Like, if I'm seen, if I'm team, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Pick pick the scenario. Yeah, in a damage control situation. So, so that was something I always tried to impress upon nubs when I when I was putting them through the qualification process. Was, hey, so here's a deal. Like, I don't need you to know how to turn the coh 2 burner on and keep it running for 12 hours i don't need you to know that i need you to know that if you're back here walking through and the watch is over there not seeing shit and you see smoke billowing out of this thing how do you secure power to it not turn it off how do you secure power going to the unit right and that was a big thing and that was one of my biggest things for radio like hey so i'm dead in radio right smoke's coming out of the door you guys know that we're dead in there how are you going to make sure that power is isolated so when you guys open that door, you can combat the casualty effectively?
0: Yeah, and so that's something, like, we, we don't get into that depth, right? We're like, oh, we got electricians. Mm-hmm. You send out the electrician to do electrical isolation, yeah. and then they got it. Yeah. yeah. Know, it, which, I mean, good or bad, I don't know. But, oh. I mean, that's that same with mech iso, right? Like, we run drills for main space. Hey, you got an engineer. Hey, go set mech iso. Right. Stop feeding the stop feeding it.
1: And so from a maintenance perspective, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. You have professionals that are trained in that field to do that operation. Yeah. But from a damage control perspective. That's totally different. Yeah. If there's a fire over here on this electrical equipment, you're not going to write a tag out, go to the duty officer or whoever you're going to go to to get that tag approved, hang the tag, shut the breaker, hang the tag, whatever. You know what I mean? So if it's all right with you, I want to switch gears and ask you how how this this transition from five years at shore back to sea, right, is affecting you personally, but then also the home life.
0: Um, fuck. That, uh, tough. (laughs) tough question. Um. It's uh, it's been tough. You know, it, it's uh, it's 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 tougher for the home life. You know what I mean? It's tougher for the home life because uh, standing as much, um, not underway because we just got underway. Standing as many duty sections as we are standing. That's that's the wrong way to put it. Uh, as few duty sections and as frequent as duty you have. Excuse me. Um, it makes it tough. I think, um, what was it? Last week? And then, of course, everyone knows Nikki. And shout out, babe. Hey, I love you. Um, works nights. So there's been several days already where I've not made it home in time to see her before she goes to work. You know, and I'm not asking for a fucking boo hoo, you know, woe was me, but that's tough. Right. Right when I get home and. You know, my you know, my mother in law's here helping. And um God, it, it's a it's a blessing beyond, right? Of course. Um, so that's tough, right? That's tough. Uh I think I'm gonna have a future episode with Nikki here soon to kind of like, hey, honey, how's the first month been going? Okay. You know, well, and,
1: I, I don't wanna I don't wanna spill any of, of that shit. So No, sure but I mean, later. but that'll come
0: from her, yeah, right? right? That'll come from her side of it. Um for me personally it it's it's easy, right, and what I mean easy because um I do this mm-hmm. this is what I've been doing, right, like for seventeen years now, and uh, that's not in a cocky way, right it's in a confident way, right I have been raised in the Navy to do this, right I've been mentored to be a fucking chief at sea. And I fucking hate it because I know, in my mind, I am good at it, right? But it's not where I want to be. But I enjoy being there. If that makes sense? No,
1: it doesn't. Can you explain? Um, like, what do you mean? Like, you enjoy being doing it, right? Because you're good at it. But you hate it. Do you hate it because you're good at
0: it? No, I, I hate it because I I I want to be here.
1: Of course, okay.
0: That's it, okay. That is oh, like, like, I, like I say it all the time, right? Like I would put papers in front of me that said you'll take uh two and a half times three. What two seven and a half? Take you could give me seven and a half minus fifty uh, off of fifty. So what are we looking at? Forty two and a half. You could give me forty two and a half of my pension, percent of my pension. I would take it right now, right? Because you get you get fifty percent of your pension at twenty. I would All take right. 42 and a half right the fuck now.
1: Big Navy, if you're listening, hit up Josh.
0: Hit me up. <laughs> let me know. Slide in the DMs. Don't, but while you're at it, don't forget. Subscribe, like, and share it if it touches your heart. <laughs> like like I, I would. Because this is where I want to be, right? And I it, it's like I hate myself for enjoying when I'm out at sea. Because it, it's like I I I cheat on my family with this thing that's the fucking navy man. No no no,
1: no. you're not cheating on your family at all. No,
0: man. I'm not. But I mean, it's it's it, it feels like it. It feels like
1: because you enjoy it. Because I enjoy it. Okay. Because like
0: this this is what I do. Yeah
1: yeah. This
0: is that like you you understand like this is what I do. This is what my purpose for the seventeen years of me being built up by mentors and being put on this path
2: what to, be to be do. a fucking.
0: This is what I'm here to do. Right. I don't want to do it anymore, but I'm fucking good at it. In my mind, yeah. half-decent at least. Yeah. If you're listening and you don't think I am, drop shit. Slide in. Let me know. But this is what I'm here for, for this. I hate it because I, I know I'm good and I enjoy it and I'm, I I, I have a good time, right? Even when I'm up till 2 in the morning combating casualties and then I'm back up at 5 in the morning, I'm running off of three hours, right? Like, where else would I be? The only other place I want to be is here, not doing it. Right, but then, then I'm there and I'm like, shit, this is what we do. This, this is this is what the fuck, this is what chiefs do, or are supposed to do.
1: And so, not even chiefs like sailors. Sailors, like yes.
0: Let me, you know what? Belay my last. We're getting the real navy on you, right?
1: Fix that shit.
0: My bad. <laughs> that's what sailors do, and that's why I'm like, I have had those conversations this week with junior sailors, of like, hey, look. This is what sailors do. Sailors deal with the fucked up underway time, with the fucked up taking all night, taking all day, with the early rising, the late sleeps. Sailors do all this, and the sailors go have fun on Liberty because it's the little chance they got, right? Right, right. And then sailors come back just before the curfew, right? Then sailors still respond to casualties, right? And I try to impress upon, like, the junior sailor, like, this is what we do. But in my heart, I'm like, as much as I like it, I'm enjoying it, and I, I'm all of that, right? I sit back and I'm like, fuck, man, still, like, I'll take 42.5% right now. Yeah,
1: so, okay, so assuming the Navy doesn't offer you 42.5%, right? I don't think they are. Yeah, probably not. But you do this next three years, and then boom, like, you're going to retire at the top of your game, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not a Master Chief, right? But. That's not, that's not in the plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so you retire, you, you go out at a level that you're proud of. You accomplished a lot in that yeah. time, right? You you led sailors. You, you've, you've done all this. So three more years. No,
0: no, I'm done. I'm done. And part of that is like, I have to say it. So I stay on that path. I, like, it's a convincing of self, right? Nikki, you know, I throw shit at, I throw shit, stupid ideas at her, right? Like, hey, honey, what if, um, what if I want to say into, like, 26? Let's say I pick up a star. What if I want to say into? And she's like, okay, whatever you want to do, I'm still going to be here. It's going to suck. And she knows it's going to suck, and it sucks really bad right now. But she's never once, like, threatened me with anything, right? Anything, right? She's never been like, nope. Boom. Yeah, you're done when you're done. Yeah. She's like, no, Yo, I'm, you know, she's been ride or die fucking with it forever since ever. Right? But in my mind, I have to reaffirm and, and say it to myself. I am done. Because at, I feel at twenty though. At at this, well, it's like it's gonna be like twenty one, twenty two, whatever it is. It it's I'm not re enlisting, is what it is. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Shit is matched up and it's matched up for a reason. Yeah. I'm not unmatching shit. Yeah. Like so it's kind of like I've put myself into the corner yeah. that this is it. Right? Because if I would have given myself any um leeway to be like, Well, you know, what if um what if I do this or that because I might pick up senior or some shit like that, then you know, I would work towards it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So that was my thing before before I ended up retiring, right? Like, uh, w- when I got here, I was like, ah, oh, fucking getting out. Was, no questions asked, right? And then I got involved with the mess and started doing command shit. And uh, I started, like, reigniting a motivation I yeah. had. You know what I mean? And so I had that crossroad where I had been like, if I go back out to sea, I'm Anybody that's watching this can can hate on me all you want, but there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to pick up a star, right? And then just ride it out until I yeah. couldn't ride any longer. Um but I didn't want that either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I my my it was the same same belief like I wanted to be here for my family. And you're fortunate enough in that your kids are young enough, yeah, that 3 years from now, you have <laughs> their whole adolescent lives, still
2: mm-hmm.
1: that you're going to be a part of. And the shore duty you just came from, you were so much a part of their lives. And, and even now, right? Like, I mean, I know you have those arduous 12 hour underways where you go up north. Um, <laughs> and those sleepovers that you guys call fucking <laughs> deployments. And that's Too the- funny. <laughs> right. But, but yeah. In reality, you're still at this time away from the family. Yeah. And and the duty night, right? Mm-hmm. If it's three-section duty, four, uh, what are you got, like nine-section duty? Four. Four-section duty. So that sucks too, right? And when it was three, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. There's The only thing worse than three-section duty is port and starboard. And If you're port and starboard, your command's fucking up. But, man, three-section duty sucks. And for mm-hmm. those people that don't know about three-section duty, that means that... On your day off, you're so freaking tired that you can't, there's nothing you want to do. You want to be there for your family, but you're so exhausted that you can't do, be there for them the way that you want to be there for them. And then the next day you're getting ready to come back on duty again, Yep. you know, and and if you're in a, in a, a cycle, a work cycle that, that you're going to be working 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day and then. Going back on duty overnight to a twelve-hour day, right? That shit is not cool, man. It, that, it, there's nothing conducive to family development about that schedule at all. Nope. And uh, yeah, so, so I didn't bring that question up to hate on you for wanting to get out at twenty. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to find out how that transition was from shore duty that you had at Nywick to now being on a seagoing command.
0: So, um, so th- like to answer that, I guess. Um, it, it was nice because I did spend, um, almost a year, like nine months, 10 months of like just in the building, sitting around
1: Yeah, meeting the crew, but
0: not, well, not even my crew. Cause like everyone knows I got pulled from the crew I was supposed to be on to a different crew. Right. So I, I, I it was nice cause I was still coming home at 12, right. There's little, little to nothing to needing to be done reports, different shit. And, um, like that. Right. And, and so it was cool. Hold on, hold on, don't go nowhere yet, because right, I got to go too. We're going to take a break here in about two minutes, people. So the screen's going to be like just blank as shit for, for a little bit. Let me just finish this thought. Yeah, um, So there was that year, that buffer, right, where where it was. But then when I got shifted to the, the crew I'm at now, it was like, boom, reality check. Yeah. Four months, I'm going to be on the ship, yeah. right? Um, and so so now the last three weeks – um uh, besides like the seasick part from last night you know uh my landlubber legs uh <laughs> it it really hasn't been that bad you know um it, ha- it hasn't been that bad for me to turn on like the, yeah, right. you road. know
1: like i'm at sea Yes. Like, this is what i'm doing
0: um i would definitely say like it's been harder on personal family life because i'm not good at like, i 30 minutes of driving home is not enough for me to turn it off
1: right, okay,
0: right, yeah, um, I don't turn it off,
2: yeah,
0: it's hard, like I'd be fucking up, I'd be coming home, and i'm I'm the day is and the pace is so fast right i'm 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 only at full throttle five hundred miles an hour, right, brain firing yeah, <laughs> right. I, I think fast. I speak fast. I move fast. I talk fast. Uh, I'm act, acting fast, like it's going, 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 going. And I come home, and and, and it's still, still going. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I be fucking up. And it's not like say I be fucking up like you know there's been huge you know things or anything, but I know right. And then I'm then I'm used to speaking a certain way with sailors, right? Of course. And then. I speak a certain way at home and it's wrong. Right. And then I'm checking myself. Then I'm getting checked as my fucking beautiful wife should check my ass. Right. And then I'm sitting there and then I'm just thinking like, Oh, I'm fucking up. You know what I mean? And then it's like, all right, well, you know, let me just, yeah. One thing that really helps is like a lot of like, I'll go in the backyard. I'll play fetch with the dog. And you know, I'll just like that. That's when I'm really trying to be like, (sighs) <sighs> slow down, slow down. Fucking like, look, man, like, look at this house. Look at the view. Like, you know, life is good. Remind yourself what you're doing it for. Remind yourself that you got to turn it off when you come home, right. and try to come back in better. Right. I'm not there, and and Nikki knows it. It's not a secret, right? I, it's, she knows. She knows me better than anyone. So she knows like, it's hard for me.
1: Yeah, but. It's something you definitely have the advantage of over most people in your situation. Is your wife is awesome, I, and she I pretty
0: cool. I don't know her pretty as cool. well as
1: is you know most of your friends or whatever. But uh, the way that I've heard you talk about her, like I got no reason but to respect her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and that that's good. That's that man. That's a that's a positive that you have that so many people don't. And uh, it's a blessing.
0: Yeah, it is. And with that, hey, uh, let's take a quick break. Um, You know, uh, liquids have been in- ingested and we need to use the potty. So if you're watching and you want to take a quick break, uh, just, you know, you go use the head too if you need to or whatever. We're going to go use the bathroom, not the head. And uh, we'll be right back. I don't have a special screen for you. So, you know, just enjoy this wall right here. We'll be right back. Okay, uh, hey, welcome back. Let me get my headphones on. I can't hear myself. All right, hey, who we got in the chat still? Who's still with us? I got one viewer. Is it Gary? Is it Austin? Chad's finishing up. Um, so you know, as we were just saying, like, you know, let me know in the chat. Like, how do you uh, how do you decompress when you get home? You know, what what is it? Well, you got any cool tactics? Any any advice for? Oh, hold on. I did. I forgot hit the record on the button. So I was saying, uh, how do you decompress when you get home? Do you got any good tactics? Any um, like any rituals that you have, uh, when you get home to decompress and and get into the family mode or anything like that? Um, like I was saying, you know, I, I get home and um, I, one I don't like to do it, but it has to be done. You know, I, I make sure I go outside and pick up the dog shit from the day. You know, throw it in the bag. They could go out at the end of the week and you know play with the dog some. You know Nikki takes him for a run. He you know uh, cattle dog, so high energy level, so we got to exercise him a lot and keep him moving. So what? Oh, hold on. I just said we
1: we know you ain't running. Yep, that happened. Damn, Chad.
0: Actually, I ran twice uh, this underway period only because- on the treadmills. <laughs> A third time, if you want to count, run into the casualty. Yeah, I was moving fast; hurt my ankle, probably because I'm fat. That's why it hurt. Uh, Austin is still in the uh, chat. Thanks for hanging with us, Austin. Um, So yeah, so like uh, as we were talking about chat, like it's um it's tough, man. Like you know, like you you know how it is. Like it's
1: but it's different for everybody and that's why yeah. I asked you you know what i mean cuz yeah. and my coping mechanisms and my, and my ways of managing that are clearly going to be different than yours right yeah. and so i just I, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on it and how how you handled it like uh i know for me like my coping me- mechanisms have have varied a, a, a wide range of of what? ways, right? Like I used to run yeah. three to five miles a day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I, that was probably when I was at my mental, like the healthiest I was mentally, right? Because that would give me everything I needed to clear my head, get all that anxiety or, or whatever it was out of my system. And I could come home and just relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've also used things like alcohol, like, uh, cigars, right? That was a big thing for me and I just noticed like uh I smoked my first cigar tonight before I came over here. Uh I smoked one when I was in New Mexico at my test event. Uh and then before that, it's been like a month and a half. I used to smoke one every single day. At least one. Sometimes two, but guaranteed one every day. And I haven't needed it. And need is a is a pretty shitty word to use there. So there was never a necessity for it, yeah. But I felt like that was something I needed to do to go out, just be by myself, clear my head, have a cigar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk on the phone to whoever I wanted to, like, yeah. whatever it was. Um. Yeah, so for for me, that's that's changing a little bit, and that's it's good. Like, it's not something that I try to do. Like, I don't. I don't give a fuck. I like cigars, so I'll smoke one every day if I want to. I just haven't felt the urge to go out and do that to clear my head and and do that stuff. And then when I was in New Mexico, I was afraid of getting nabbed by the cartel and getting organs stolen from me or something like that. So
0: so do you think a lot of that was like the stress, stress stress-induced?
1: Yeah, so I I will say for me, it was uh, stress-induced, but self-induced stress, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? So like I I was finding things to be stressed out about. Yeah. And and putting that on myself when I didn't need to. Just let things happen and and let's figure it out. We have a goal. This is our goal. We're going to get there. We don't need to be stressed that we hit a roadblock or we hit a hurdle, you know what I mean? We just got to get over it or around it. Yeah. Um but also it was a clearly a habit, right? Yeah. I got used sure. to to having that cigar and and doing that thing. Um, and I'm not saying that i never will again, because who knows, like from tonight forward, I could have a cigar again every day. And it is what it is.
0: But isn't it important to recognize like the why you're having that? Because, I mean, my little fat ass, I know that I uh, emotionally eat whatever mm-hmm. the emotional is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. if uh, I'm feeling if I'm feeling stressed, which I would like be like, I never feel stressed. I know, like, when it was a quote unquote stressful day, yeah. I'm like, and when I'm eating it, I know, like, I'm just eating this to fucking eat it because fuck it. Right. If I'm happy, right, having a great time, yeah, I'm a fucking, you know, and, and we're celebrating. I'm going to eat more and consume more because I'm we're fucking happy. Yeah. We're celebrating, you know, um, you know, this is shit like that. So I, I I get it. You know, it's one of those, like, I don't need that, but, you know, I, like I, I, I did work out a couple times underway. Um, it felt good. It was one of those, like, uh, and I'm not like a huge workout person. I can't be like, oh, I'm getting back to my grunt. Like, right, right, right. no, it's just, but it's one of those like, ah, okay, that, that, that helped, should, yeah. you know, that, that felt good. But then also, you know, w- when you're on those, on those duty days or whatever, and I've been trying to get like a workout in every duty day, you, you could get that workout in but if you're getting constant like radio calls and right, check-ins right, right, right. it it interrupts your break time yep. and it's like fuck man like all right well i guess i got to go do this so you know that workout's over yeah you know what i mean and you know it's it's just kind of the way that is um you know kind of going back to like how i handled it i mean like i, I i've handled it fine you know what I mean? From, from shore back to sea uh, with some of that in, in, intermission there and, and, like, slow rolling it into it. um, But uh, it, it. I think so much of it is just because, like I said, like I, I've been built for this. Right, right. Right? And I, I don't mean that, again, like, I don't mean that in a cocky way. I just mean, like, my mentors and my career have built me but, for this.
1: And also your personality. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's yes. So, yes,
1: there's there's a dozen people, maybe more that I know that we've talked about them so many times off camera, off off of YouTube or whatever. But uh, those people that are like that's their life like style, you know what I mean, is leadership and and is this this grind of the Navy. Right. Uh, and we've talked about their reasons for staying in past 22, past 24, past 26, right? Okay, your kids are this age, you're still yeah. going out to sea, like, why? Like, why wouldn't... You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's there's a lot to think about. And you're absolutely right. Your personality style is that type. However, uh, it's it's being curtailed by your passion for your family. Yeah. Right? And that's awesome. I I love it because... For me, there's n- nothing more important to me than the upbringing of my kids. You know what I mean? I got three boys, and I got to teach those boys how to be better men than I am. Yeah, and that's going to be hard because I'm a pretty good dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I know. We're, so they say. I know we're joking, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for real, like that. Yeah, that's the passion that takes over my life right now. And for me, man, I'm I'm dealing with some shit with my oldest. Dealing with some shit with my middle son. My youngest is on track, but he's the youngest, so maybe he's supposed to be on track. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I can't, I can't fucking fathom what my life would be like with my kids right now if I was out to sea. Yeah. Or if I was doing what you were doing, duty every four days yeah. and going out to sea. Whether it's for 12 hours, like you guys do your sleepovers up north, uh, or if it was for a deployment, you know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't imagine.
0: Yeah, I, I came home today, and um, I got home, kids were at school. Nikki, like, literally jumped in my arms, right? Uh, She asked me if I want to pick up the kids. I was like, no, I just want to lay down for, like, the 20 minutes that's going to take you to go get them. Um, didn't lay down you know, started talking shop with my father-in-law and stuff, you know, because cause he's here now also you know, visiting, right, You know, seeing his wife right. who's been gone. Um, everyone knows like, he's been on the podcast, you know, old SK. So, you know, talk shop, you know, old MASH chief, you know, chief like, you know, you know, hey, son, how's the underway going, you know? So, you know, talking with him about it and everything. And kids walk in and it's like, uh, it's so funny. Michael's just like, he walks in and he's like, dad. Like What the fuck are you doing home (laughs) But you know like in in the cutest little You know boy little boy Way you know and then Penny's Like she comes behind him she's like dad And she like shoves him out of the way And like runs over Right and jumps on jumps up on my lap And everything and I was like emotional about it Right because she's like saying you know I missed You and Oh, you don't have to go to work, do you? And she's we we tell them like when I'm on the ship, I'm fighting pirates, and right. so she's like, you know, did you beat the beat up the pirates and this <laughs> and that, and, she, and then she's like, I don't want you to, go to work in her cute little baby girl voice, and you know, it was like it making me teary eyed and emotional about it because, and then Michael come and jumps up, and so I got them both like sitting on the island with me, and they're just hugging me, and I'm like, yeah but again it goes back to like i said like like i i like this is what i want but if i wasn't gone for the week would they be doing that they'd be excited to see me but it wouldn't be to that level but that's not their fault it's my fault because i was the one gone for the week and uh, like your face right like your face is like it's not but it's like well it it, it I have to go do that because I I have to help provide and, you know, I have to contribute and and this is the life I've been living, you know, long before they ever came along and it's the life I've chosen. But like, it's still like, I say it's my fault because uh, it, it would it would be my fault. It's my fault now, but it would definitely be my fault if I continued another enlistment. Yes. Yes. Right. And I continue. And it's like, I'm putting them through this right now. They didn't have a choice, right? Because they're born into it. In in four years, when everything when when they're like, "Hey, you want to reenlist?" It would completely, a hundred percent, be my fault. The next time I had that moment for them after I made if I if I would have made a decision of yes, I'm reenlisting, right? It would absolutely be my fault that if I came home or or I was in at home disciplining them and they're like, "Fuck you! I hate you, Dad." That's my. It doesn't matter how much I'm providing for them. It doesn't matter how much I'm buying them shit to try to make it better. None of that matters. Them being angry with me, not liking me, disliking me, them fucking up in school because they have daddy issues now, all of that. If I if I had if I choose and I'm not going to. You listen to me, listen to me in the future. I'm not reenlisting, all right? It would all be my fault. And I cannot like it hurt me today. I'm not going to be hurt like that to a a 10th power in the future. And so I cannot make that decision to re in the future. Right. If all that long makes sense.
1: It makes perfect sense. And to me, not only does it make sense, but you're doing it for the right reason. Right? Like, I joined the Navy. I planned on doing six years of getting out, going to college, and figuring out my life. Right? I got married a year later. I had kids five years later. So by the time my six years was up, (laughs) what the fuck was I going to do? Yeah. I I did not in any way set myself up to take care of my family outside of the Navy. Right? So so here I go, re-enlist. And then we go to 10 years. And at 10 years, guess what I didn't do? I didn't set myself up to take care of my family to be able to provide outside of the Navy. So I reenlisted. So now I'm coming to the end of that reenlistment. Well, then what happens? Oh shit! Chad gets divorced, right? Now I'm paying way more than I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so. But again, I wasn't prepared to take care of my family outside of the Navy. Um, and that just happened last year. We talked about it on the podcast. You know what I mean? Where things changed a little bit. Everything yep. shifted. Uh, got a little bit more, uh, I'm going to just say it fair, right. A little bit more equal. Um, and it's a, been a beautiful thing since, um, getting out and not going back out to see the best thing I could have ever done for my kids,
0: Yeah.
1: uh, for myself, for my, my wife now, right. Like, is it, is it easy? No, it's not easy. Right. I, I still got kid drama to deal with i got yeah. baby mama drama. but you're there but i'm here to deal with it i'm not out at sea like trying to talk my my wife into like hey so this is what we got to do for your stepkids yeah you know what i mean and you got to deal with this person you know what i mean
2: mm-hmm.
1: no i'm here so i can deal with it all and thank god i was blessed with this awesome job that i have now where I can provide for everybody, yeah, provide for everybody, not just monetarily but emotionally as a as a mentor i do I do my damnedest to try and mentor these kids in in a way that they un, can understand uh and develop, you know what I mean, and again, I'll go back to it is not easy, and it hasn't been, and my oldest is absolutely testing every fiber of my being um and he knows that he's doing it, which is more frustrating, right? It's, it's, I I gotta be careful how I, how I say things, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. However, like you said, I'm here. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the situation. I'm very hands-on, very much uh, aware of what's going on around both parties. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to solve problems from an email that was three days earlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and, and that problem still exists plus, plus plenty now, what, more. Whatever
1: I just introduced by my response to that email that was three days ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was yeah. always the biggest problem on the submarine. Is like sometimes you get an email that's 10 days old and you respond to it. That problem's already been resolved and worked out. And then you throw some new fire into the mix trying to help the situation and then find out you did nothing but exacerbate the problem. Yeah. And you're like, Oh fuck. I was just trying to help. That's all I was trying to do.
0: Yeah. That, that, that that shit is tough, man. Um, I don't know. Like, I I think we're doing pretty good. Um, again, fucking Nikki is otherworldly when it comes to, you know, holding it down, you know, um, not that everyone has, and not everyone has, um, everyone experiences hard times, right? Yeah. Not difficulties and 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 not bad days, right? Although those words apply too, but um it, it, sometimes it's just hard yeah. and sometimes days are great. Right. Right. Uh all that aside though, like and, and this is what I tell people too, is like uh like I couldn't imagine having had kids with anyone else because she's that good of, like, a partner and wife to be a mother to my kids and and a wife to me that can hold it down while I'm doing this fucking Navy shit,
1: right? While she's doing her shit. Yes. Yeah, because it's not just that you're doing your Navy shit, which is very often the case with so many Mm -hmm. spouses, right? And this is not a knock on military spouses, so please don't take it that way. But But
0: it could be if it touches your heart.
1: Ah, yeah. And then if you do, like and subscribe, right? Okay, catching uh, on, Chad. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like a lot of the military spouses, they don't have a career that they're pursuing. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't have a job that they're pursuing. Their pursuit is that of raising their kids, mm-hmm. and and that's awesome. No hate whatsoever, right? But hearing your wife talk about, uh, and and you guys have talked about this numerous times about like ombudsman interaction, command interaction, stuff like that, and she's like. Yeah, I don't need that. And I don't want that. Like if I don't know you, I don't need to know you just because my husband's going out to sea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I got my family. You know what I mean? And then so that perspective that she carries with her, that attitude, that uh whatever it is, that that she brings for to, to the table, right? It's incredible. Like uh the confidence that she has the the ability that she has to take care of her situation without not that she never needs help, right, but she has her circle of people that she yeah. can count on when she needs it, yeah, if she needs it, right um it's awesome and and I hear her talk about like the ombudsman stuff uh, and I think like well she is so right. And everything she says with that for her. Yeah. Right. But there's not a lot of women built like her. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's built different. And my kids are going to love that. But, <laughs> but, but she is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she, she handles it and she, it's not a thing to her. Like, oh, shit, I got a challenge. Okay, well, guess what? This is what I'm going to do and I'm going to take care of it and boom, it's done. And we move forward. Yeah. She doesn't shut down. Right. And then just start calling everybody she can, who can help me out of this situation. No, she takes care of it and she yep. does it.
0: And, and, and you know, that will segue. We'll start wrapping this up going on two and a half hours, right?
1: You got Two and a half more.
0: And, and, no, I don't. Stay I'm tuned. Fucking ladies and fucking tired. Stay tuned. Well, we'll do two and a half more on the next episode. Uh, you saw me post it. And that'll segue into this, right? Is, um, yeah, you know, we got an upcoming episode about divorce, right? And, uh, I have someone that already in the pocket that wants to come on and talk about it. And um and this is like I guess someone' spoiler, you know, re- tune in and subscribe, right? And and follow us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Spotify everywhere you get to uh, stream your favorite podcast. But um you know, it's like uh I forget where I was going, I got sidetracked.
1: Talking about the next episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like so I'm episode coming up about divorce, but like She's never she's never threatened that, right? She's just always been down to ride yeah. for whatever. Yeah, and it's where where I guess going back to the ombudsman thing, it's like the um the caliber of woman that it takes to stay with their or or man, okay? To stay with their active duty spouse in any branch for the 20 plus years it's uncommon and that is why divorce rates are so fucking high and now uh sometimes people be fucking up sometimes it's not the sometimes it's just the life that they don't that they no longer want right and that's why I say it, it the, the caliber of spouse you know um that it takes you know looking at my mother in law right to go for those thirty plus years with with my father in law. Right? Like fuck. And then to raise a daughter that is that that, yeah. that 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 lived that life. I've said this a million times. A daughter uh that that uh can do the same thing that is ready to do it for her man. Right. Gary, yes, we're still on. Like that that caliber of of woman Or man, if you're out there, right? I would like to meet a man that is a retired spouse of 20 plus years to to a female, uh, active duty service member, right? Like, it's it's so uncommon because you hear so many people talk about so many chiefs, man, so many throughout the navy. It doesn't matter what ranks, right? Divorces, 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 divorces. You know, like just over and over, right? And 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 you know even if even if it's you know someone on on their second divorce and it's their second wife at the at the retirement ceremony or something everyone knows it's the second one, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like I mean, good or bad, it's just like damn man, yep, he didn't make it through, right? <laughs> like, and it, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just it's no, the I, real thing. It's said, life. You said
1: that, and I was just thinking of all the
0: all the, the ones like, you've been to,
1: like the the, the second wives, right? Usually it's a white chief with an Asian wife and you know that that's number two.
0: <laughs> well, mine's number one.
1: <laughs> mine's number two. <laughs> right. But I was thinking of all the times uh, I've been to those command parties. At. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I was
0: laughing. No, no, I I've told people that plenty of times before, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh your <laughs> funny joke, it was like uh we were um when, when my mother in law came and landed, um, when she came to join us here in San Diego, right? Uh I took her to go see Nikki while Nikki was at work. Mm-hmm. And um, I had forgotten my ID. Mm-hmm. So she, we use her fucking yeah. retired dependent yeah. ID.
2: Yeah.
0: or Right? And so she busted out, and she looks at it. And the fucking gay guard gave obvious looks. <laughs> Straight up She's like, obvious looks. She was, like, looking at it, She, like, looked at me. Like, <laughs> and looked at her. And then was like, oh, here's another fucking... <laughs> And then like she like kind of like, damn, she got two kids too. Like, <laughs> it was just all obvious. I was like, yeah, man, that's me, that's me. Retired master if this young, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, anyways, it was fucking hilarious. But again, the the divorce talk is for another episode that's coming, uh, you know, sometime soon. I hope. And um, you know, hey, if you're listening to this and you want to be a guest or you want to phone in and share a story, you know, let me know and we could coordinate that and everything. Um, but uh. Like it's just like again that the caliber of a woman or man of spouse that it takes to go through a, a whole career, right? We're talking about like a, a twenty plus career because me and Nikki we met oh eight. I'd only been in four years. That's my whole career,
1: right? That's still a career. Yeah.
0: That you know, sometimes people meet later and they've been together, you know, you know, six ten years. Yeah, right, right. That's a long time. That's yeah. a big difference. Though. It's a big difference when. When you have people that were like, you know, um, like when I met Nikki, I was a third class waiting to get frocked mm-hmm. to second, right? I found out when I was in, in transit that I had made second. Mm-hmm. She's literally been with me, like, from the fucking bottom. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. As second class nobody trying to work it out and make it, you know, she, she saw me for years looking at first class results with no name on it. Right. Okay?
1: Yeah, probably a long time for you, right?
0: It was a while. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little dumb, right? <laughs> Still <know>. am, <laughs> you know. And, and just and watching me through those struggles, right? She she was she's not this um. You know, there, there's some wives out there like you know they they they're with their man and God bless them and, but, like there's been no hardship. Yeah. At, at least you know, in my you know very opinionated uh, uh, objective, you know view. I don't know what goes on in in those houses and stuff, but yeah, like you, you know what I mean.
1: Long term hardship, right? Like right. Numerous sea tours. Yes. Numerous, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So then,
0: yeah, that's that's more accurately, yeah. you know. are uh, welcome. Pointed there, you know. Thank you. <laughs> that's why I have you on. You know, but it's like, but yeah, Nikki's she's been there through he, as as the girlfriend of like, oh, there he goes again, gone for a week, gone for a week, gone for a week, up at five, up at four, home at twenty. Like she's seen it all. Right, right. You know, and, and so it's just I just look at her like, fuck, man, like please, please, honey, if you're watching, if you're listening, please, honey, just three more years put up with me while I wrap up this ship shit. Yeah. I, like I know it's my fault. I know I make it hard. I know I'm not the best when I come home. Just please make it three more years and let's be done with it. Fuck it, and, and we're good. Right. 15 months detailer, uh, you know, detailers told me, yeah, 15 months. I'll detail you to, he's not going to be there. So I'm going to fucking deal with someone else. But 15 months left after I'm done with here is like, yeah, as long as you want to stay in San Diego, we'll detail you in local in San Diego. And I'm checking in that bitch. Like, Hey, I'm checking in because I'm fucking checking out. <laughs> Cause I'm not going to be here. Like yep. I'm working on medical. Don't assign me shit. I'm not doing it. I will fuck you over. You will have bad programs.
1: You're gonna get a bad turnover. I'm Blue <laughs> crew, bitch. <laughs> right? Let's yeah. Just bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> D-
0: to bring it back full circle. <laughs> yep. When I leave here and I'm going somewhere else, who did it? Blue did it. Yeah. That's exactly. what we say.
1: The other crew. The, the, the
0: other crew, crew. That third one. Them motherfuckers. Anyways, Chad. Um, <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. Hey, Gary, uh, Austin um oh gary says annie's been with him the whole time yeah she has gary and i don't know fucking why bro you <laughs> ugly as shit brother but i love you still uh gary uh gary fucking chad outro what you got i uh, just
1: thank you man I, I appreciate every opportunity i have to come over here and just shoot the shit with you and talk with you about whatever topic so i'm looking forward to what you got coming up and thank you so much for letting me be a part of this
0: oh man thanks for coming by and uh you know, I'm down to, like, biweekly episodes every other week two a month. And it's, uh, you know, if you're still listening, I appreciate it. If you're still sharing it because it, it touches your heart, I appreciate it. Please stick with us. Uh, next three years doing this are going to be really rough. Uh, don't know the schedule. Deployments are around the corner. I'm thinking about how I'm going to do that, all that good stuff. But, you know, um, again, uh, thanks for joining us. Don't forget, if it touches your heart, like it, subscribe it. Share it with the friends so it can touch their heart too. And for more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchored.fm backslash Podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of me, Joshua Moore, and that guy, <laughs> and, and the individuals involved, and do not necessarily represent the DOD, the DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.